2: Hello and welcome to the Married at First Sight. where Hap Up. I'm Asia, and I am here. Surprise! We are here to talk about a, uh, some some bonus coverage. We uh, we talked all season uh, about you know promoting our five star ratings and reviews, and if we hit a certain number, we were going to bring you guys a bonus podcast, and that's why we're here. The season season fourteen is over, but we are here. To give you some bonus content, and I'm not here alone. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Jason Reed. Jason, how are you doing?
3: Doing great. Uh, yes, dear listeners. Just like season 14, y'all thought you can get rid of us, but we we stick here like like a bad virus. Uh, we're, we're we're still here. You're still hearing from us. You'll never get rid of us. I'm doing well. <laughs> I can't wait to get into these uh to these seasons and see what see what we come up.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Like we, uh, if you, if, if you are wondering what this is and you just stumbled across this, whether you're in the love at first sight feed or the reality TV Rahapos feed and you stumbled across this podcast, we talk about this show called Married at First Sight. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They get married at first sight and they have done 14 seasons so far on uh, under the, our, our uh, <laughs> as the mess magnets claimed it under our daddy network. We have covered seasons 12, 13, and 14. Season 15 premieres on July 6th, and we will be covering that as well. Um, but if you you want to watch, or if you want to listen to any of our content from season 12 and 13 for sure is on the Love at First Sight feed, and season 11 is also on the Reality TV or Half-Up's feed. So we talk about these seasons. But what we're here to do today is we're going to rank all 14 seasons. And... You know, I watch them all real time, but Jason, your story is a little bit more unique. <laughs> yeah, when did you so, watch
3: these seasons? So about two or so years ago, uh, I was actually in a group chat with you and one of our uh, frequent guests, Mari. Uh, it was either you or Mari; I forget who it was. Posted a clip of Chris from season twelve uh, being a jackass. Uh, you know, <laughs> as as he do, and That's I was like, those, "Oh my yeah. gosh, this this happens on this show." <laughs> So, I was like, I gotta watch this. So, I I got with my wife. I was like, Hey, you see this crazy show? We're like, Hey, yeah, let's watch the show. So, I watched season 12. And then, after season 12, we're like, What now? Like, Oh, let's start at the beginning. Mm
4: -hmm. And we got
3: so hooked that throughout the last two years, we have seen every single season of Married at First Sight. So, I have a little fresher uh, of a recollection of some of these things. I still had, I did still have to like refresh my memory about some of these people because I look at Mm -hmm. some of these people's names on like, on like uh you know Wikipedia and I'm like, wait a minute, who was that? So yes, yes, I did have to refresh myself a little bit, but uh, but you know, the memory is still still pretty good in seeing those seasons. It's all kind of crammed in a two-year space. But yeah, I, I will say this, Asia, I was upset that you rejected my ranking idea of ranking the top five Ryans. <laughs> I'm married to First Sight uh, and that's that's not, that's not even a joke like there are five Ryans that have done this show <laughs> Like they love the name Ryan on this show for some reason half, almost half of the, the seasons have Ryan in them one yes. one of the seasons has two that's how much they love the name
2: and I, d- I do have to add for those who listened to our last podcast covering season 14 I want y'all to know I was talking about season 12 Ryan as one of my most attractive husbands, <laughs> not season 13, Ryan, I got so much flack and hey, it might've been, people might've been coming at me for even talking about season 12, Ryan, but I just wanted to make that clear in case because there were some people that just, they disagreed with me, <laughs> but there were some people that agree. <laughs> so I had to set that record straight. Um, I was talking about Ryan season 12 in, uh, what city, Atlanta second to go around in Atlanta um so really this podcast is for anybody who maybe you've seen all the seasons you've checked in on the seasons or you've never seen any of the seasons but you just want to hear about them what where what what has happened in the past of married at first sight if you ever plan to go back and binge it hey you could still listen to because you probably will forget (laughs) what we talk about here once you're you know living it and watching it so this podcast is for everybody.
3: Yeah, I mean we're gonna hit on some of the big uh big moments of these seasons. We're not gonna hit on like the detailed details. So if you if you like the little taste we give you,
1: you know, yeah. the seasons
3: themselves are much, much sweeter. It has a lot more minutiae in it that you'll find hilarious and sometimes a little upsetting.
2: Yeah. This is like a fourteen uh a fourteen course appetizer.
4: <laughs> yes.
2: It's a little bite-sized. You you still can be hungry for more after we cover these fourteen seasons, but you will for sure be ready for season fifteen. Um because you'll have all of this married or first sight knowledge. So what we did in preparation for this, I ranked the seasons, Jason ranked the seasons. Then we averaged those rankings. So the final rankings that we will be delivering to you today are our average ratings. Um, with some Jason commentary on his thoughts about why my ratings were wrong.
3: <laughs> yes, of course. I, I look at your list and I'm just like, what? Why? Right. On some of these things. and We'll get into that as we go through the season. <laughs>
2: right. So, to kick it off, we are going to talk about the worst season in our opinion. These are all our opinions. So, let's talk about that too. What I ranked these on, I ranked it based on entertainment and the success of the couple. So, entertainment did I enjoy watching the season? Was I entertained? Did it keep my attention? And then the other part of it was success. Are those couples still married today? Who's who said yes on decision day and who is still married to this day? Who's, you know, growing a family from the person that they met on married at first sight that I I coupled those two things together in order to form my rankings. What did you base yours on?
3: So entertainment for me is a heavy weight in my (laughs) rankings. Like
2: like 95 percent.
3: Yeah. Entertainment was the biggest thing for me. Um and then I will go on, you know, did I like the cast? Like did I did I like the miss people? Um you know, the success in the couples wasn't really that big of a factor for me. Mm-hmm. Um in fact, you know, for some of these more boring successful couples, they actually like hurt the season rankings. So th- you know, that's pretty much where I was coming from. Uh, you know, was there a lot of mess? Was there entertainment? <laughs> like I'm a big mess person. Uh so I, that was a, that was a big driving factor for my ratings.
2: That's okay. That's fair. That's fair um so we're gonna talk about the worst season in our opinion the 14th ranked season once you once we're averaged
3: yes yes
2: is drumroll please (laughs) season four
3: okay season four was
2: the worst ranking
3: (laughs) season four you had season four as your worst ranked i did i had season four as my second worst rank so we were pretty close there right um yeah, so this season was, was pretty boring uh, from what I can recall. Mm-hmm. This is back when we had the three couple format. Now, for those that don't know, this show has like kind of, through the years, uh, changed up their their uh, concept, their formula a little bit. For a long time, they had only three couples per season. Then they switched to four for, I think, well, they switched to four for only one season, I think, in season. Uh, it's like right
2: before they switched to five Uh yeah, they switched it to four was season eight they had four Se- season eight and nine they had four and then they moved to five for season ten
3: right so for, mo- for most of the lifespan of the show uh, roughly half of the show they've done three couples uh, yes. so this was a three couple season this season was you know the first time we had a couple call of quits super early
2: yes so to set the stage season four was in 2016 in uh miami so south yes. florida really uh but specifically miami uh this is when we still we of course dr pepper's been here since the beginning um and so not so is pastor kyle pastor kyle joined season season four this was just pastor kyle's first season so <laughs> i don't know what that says yeah <laughs> But this is Pastor Kyle's first season. So we had three experts, Dr. Pepper, Pastor Cal, and then we had uh, Rachel D- D'Alto. And the three couples we had, Lily and Tom, Heather and Derek, and Sonia and Nick. So back to your point, Jason. Heather and Derek, were they they were our people who, they were out at the honeymoon.
3: Yeah, so they they, they had a really rocky start. Uh, mostly circled around his, uh, you know, his habit of smoking. Um, the marijuana uh apparently every day of their honeymoon which really turned her off uh really which i'm sorry
2: if that was such a deal breaker she should have said that from jump
3: yeah that should have been the the big no-no that she put in her in her you know in her application but and then she pretty much she pretty much ignored him for most of the honeymoon he got really snippy about it Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: you know they basically called it quits i think probably not even a week after the honeymoon
2: Yeah, it was so quick, like, and this was kind of like our first example of seeing something like this, because even the season before, which we'll talk about, um, you know, even when someone wasn't into it, they saw this experiment through. They didn't just up and quit. Um, So it was very this season was tough with like, okay, they are out early. So now we only have two couples. Like, imagine a recent season where we're only following two couples. (laughs) Yeah, like, and then what? the
3: problem was the two couples that were left were super boring, except yeah. for like, you know, one big flare up for Sonia and Nick. Um, in which, which was? Nick, Nick got like drunk, drunk, and basically told all his feelings, uh, yeah. to the producers while Sonia was like in the background. He's basically telling the cameras, like, I have no attraction to her, I don't care about her. Like, she is like, you know, I don't, I don't even like her,
2: which and was which, wild because Sonia was a pretty woman,
3: she was attractive she was very nice she was a big like charity person like throughout the whole season she was doing a lot of like uh charitable endeavors mm-hmm. and so that caused her to leave and move out for a while and then we find out like in one of the one of the most like you know this is pastor cow's like be, you know first season and we find out that through a couple of different you know things that Sonia and nick had actually been having sex throughout their you know like pretty soon after the honeymoon, if not on the honeymoon, mm-hmm. and Nick had encouraged Sonya to lie about it, naturally, and then pa- yeah, naturally. <laughs> and then Pastor Cal found out about it from her, and then confronted Nick about it, and Nick continued to lie, <laughs> and Pastor Cal was like, "No, no, don't, don't BS me, man!" Like, mm-hmm. you know. so that was a fun moment for the season. And-
2: I really, I really liked Sonya in this couple. Like, I was always rooting for Sonya, and I just wanted Nick to do better. I constantly wanted him to do better. I wanted him to see her worth and uh he just never did and so it it was kind of disappointing where you know they just say they stayed married on decision day um but you know naturally they are no longer together um and like nick actually had like a very serious accident afterwards and he has twins now and
3: yeah, I think he was he's paralyzed for a while. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he's doing better now. I think he uh it wasn't like a, a lifelong paralyzation. He he worked his way out of it. He's got two yeah. kids, married now. Yeah. So yeah, they, those Sonia and Nick just really never hit their stride, really fizzled out. Um
2: And so it was just it's like pulling teeth watching them this season. So that's fifty percent of the couples we're seeing. Then on the other hand, we have Lillian and Tom, which I'm sorry, Tom was just not made for TV. <laughs>
3: No, was like, no. this guy the the big like driving force of their early uh you know early in the season was he lives in a bus. How is he going to tell his new wife that he lives in a bus?
2: Yes, that was a main that was a main storyline. The whole yeah. like <laughs> leading up to the bus, and then she was very cool about it.
3: Yeah, I was like, oh no, it's fine. Like <laughs> yeah. we got like she's like we're not living in the bus, but it's nice right. to have a bus.
2: Yeah, it's nice to have it. Like we could go on vacation. Um, and I thought Lillian was really sweet. I do remember them, though, having like the age difference. That seemed uh, like you know um, I
3: don't have the I don't have the ages down.
2: Well, OK, okay. It, I do have the age because there were only five years, but Lillian was 24. And so that was kind of like new for married at first sight because it was like, oh, these people are getting married. This isn't like too hot to handle where it's early 20s. So it was always like, oh, is she ready for marriage at twenty four? Um, but you know, they decided to stay married on decision day, but they are
3: divorced now. Yeah, and Tom and Tom was a old twenty nine. Like
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if I yeah, I could not imagine that like, like Tom on the show is younger than I am now. Like yeah. I no.
3: <laughs> but but they they did have nice chemistry, but yeah. it just it didn't knock it didn't knock my socks off. It was just like yeah. okay, y'all are y'all cool with each other yeah yeah but but yeah they they said yes and then they shortly after got divorced right Um, the thing about Married at First Sight is a lot of these a lot of these couples that fail shortly after the show they get married and they like they have like great lives this is like a Married at First Sight is like their starter marriage Mm -hmm. it's like right after they get divorced they're like oh that was a crazy experience right now Now I'm really ready
2: for marriage (laughs) yeah
3: now I know what I don't want right and you know get on with my life it's like a crash course yeah, like, they're so desperate to get married at first, but then after they do this desperation experiment, like, oh, I, I just yeah. found my my forever person now.
2: Right. And the thing also about Married at First Sight is like, okay, we ranked this last, but it was still, I mean, it still had some, like, highlights. Like, I feel like every season has some highlights that no, no season was just completely, like, flat, which is good, which is why I love the show, is that I'm always enter- entertained at some point. But with this season... It was the worst for me because of the two couples that we follow were just like, you had those the the one little thing all season, but besides that it was just, uh, okay, did Meredith first come on? Sure, let me watch it.
3: <laughs> yeah, the drama wasn't there every episode. Yeah, Like, when I think about the seasons, like, when I started this like, ranking, I was like, okay, let me let me cold think about these seasons and think about what I can remember. Like, yeah, okay. Sonia and Nick, the big blow-off in the cat was what I remembered. Heather and Derek, of course, the honeymoon is what I remembered. Mm-hmm. And Tom, I had to think for a minute and I was like, oh yeah, he had a bus. Like yeah. and that was their big thing. Like no big moments for them that I can recall off the top of my head. So that's yeah. why I, like I ranked this this uh I ranked this one second to last, you ranked it last. So
2: Yeah, we're pretty spot on there. Yeah. Anything
1: else about season four?
3: I, I don't think so. I think we could I think we can move on.
2: All right. Season third or see the 13th ranked season. So this is out of 14. Right. (laughs) No normal. No normal. Yeah. The 13th, four, five, six, seven. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The 13th ranked season of Married at First Sight is season two. So for season two, we went all the way back to, it was in 2015, uh, this one was took place in New York City. Season one also took place in New York City in Nor- northern Northern New Jersey. Um, so for season two, we had three couples. Uh, we had Jacqueline and Ryan. So those names you will hear again.
3: <laughs> yes, one of two Jacqueline and Ryan couples. Uh, amazingly, yeah. in this series.
2: Yes, We have Jacqueline and Ryan, Sean and Davina, and Jessica and Ryan. So yes. Ladies and gentlemen, out of the, all the people that applied for Married at First Sight, they cast two Ryans on this season. So that made things very complicated. Um, and then to round it off, we had four experts. So we had Dr. Pepper and then we had three other experts who just didn't last long. But um, we won't even get into it, their, their names. But one was the, the, a chaplain, one was a sexologist and one was a psychologist. So they tried to have a well-rounded group because Dr. Pepper was a
3: sociologist. The psychologist guy really freaked me out. He had this weird tone to his voice. Mm-hmm. I thought he might have also been like kind of a psycho. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but it's interesting looking at this, uh, early season and seeing Dr. Pepper. This, this process has really aged her. Like yeah. I look at Dr. Pepper like in the first movie, it was like, Oh my gosh, you look so like so much more vibrant here. Like. Yeah. And it was uh, only seven years ago, you know? Yeah. It was like, it was a big seven years for her.
2: Yes. Yeah, formative. Um, but yeah, these, these couples were. They were explosive, but it was almost to the point of not enjoying watching it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, for me, I started at season one. I was like, OK, season one. And then I'm like, OK, season two, do I like it more or less? And then I kind of went from there um, with how I did my rankings. And season two just kept going further and further down. Because if we look at our rankings, you ranked season two last. Mm-hmm. And I actually ranked it number 11. So, I mean, we both fought bottom half for sure.
3: Yeah, so when I think about this season, I think, like, okay, Jacqueline and Ryan, boring. I guess that's the word that comes to mind. I'm like, they had good chemistry, but, like, really, they just kind of were there. And they they got along fine, no big fights, um, but they were just there. Uh, Yeah, it
2: just, it was, for Jacqueline and Ryan, it always felt like Ryan just wasn't all there, though, like, Jacqueline to me that. felt like she was all in and Ryan just was unsure like it was just something about Jacqueline that he wasn't all in about and so I never felt comfortable that they were going to and the, the, going to go the long haul it was just like is there any fire there either way <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> but I remember Jacqueline like uh, kind of I, I remember when I'm watching the season I was like oh did she see season one because she had this kind of Jamie Otis like uh you know, reaction to Ryan at first, she was like, yeah. "I'm not attracted to him." Mm-hmm. But then she got into it, and then he started pulling away. Yeah, uh, once when, when she got into it, so but there was no fireworks there. I was just like, okay, yeah. just kind of boring. Uh, and then we had uh, Davina and Sean, who started out pretty hot and heavy, yes, and then really just kind of took a took a downturn. And I think I think I was I was watching some I think it might have been the reunion and they talked about uh, they only spent probably 10 or 12 nights together throughout the mm. whole experiment. Oh, my gosh. Because if I recall, they had like she, I think, lived in like Manhattan or something. And he I lived love. in New Jersey. So very yeah. far apart. And he worked as uh, as a nurse, as a trauma nurse. Uh, so he had to stick close to the hospital and she wanted to stay in Manhattan. So they were very far apart the whole time. And then he really just kind of cut off uh, physical intimacy at a certain point. And then they just kind of they they got into little spats and it just went downhill.
2: Yeah, in those early seasons, it wasn't like it was now where you're set up with a beautiful apartment all together in the same place. Back then it was Oh no, you're back from the honeymoon. Find a place to live that you can both agree on and then, uh, move forward with that, with that. So we always saw conflict with like the type of house they wanted, the type of place, what part of town they had to consider their jobs. So it was much more. I feel like it was much more serious than now because like now after decision day, then they're hit with those realistic things like, okay, now what do we do? How do we move forward? Whereas back then it was like the, the real life hit them as soon as they got back from the honeymoon. And so, yeah, the fact that they, you know, they couldn't agree on a living situation during filming it. Like they were, they were just kind of doomed from the start. And I wasn't surprised that they did not say, Yes, on decision day.
3: Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, uh, they they had to make their own arrangements, and that that for me was a very interesting part of the show. Seeing both, like uh, you know, the house hunters, a uh, fan in me, right? Like, yes, I want to see like where people want to live. I want to see how much their rents are. I want to mm-hmm. see what like, can they
2: afford.
3: Right? Because I'm nosy. Like I want to know what you yes. make. I want to know what you can afford. But like. And I think that's a big part of it is taken away in the newer seasons, where you, like you said, they are set up in these apartments; they don't have to, you know, worry about housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a really raw part of the process in these early seasons that were actually very, like, very real and very raw, very grounded. Which, in some cases, made for a little more boring TV, right. um, but still some good conflict that came of real situations. Right. Now, so Sean
2: and Davina they were they were interesting to watch in terms of like. Just trying to see if they got on the same page. Because I remember Davina, she was pretty, like, stuck in her ways. She was mm-hmm. just like, you know, I'm an independent woman. Kind of, like, trying to figure out how to fit him into her life. Very shades of uh, Mirla uh, from season uh, 13. But, I don't know, I feel like they were equally the downfall of their marriage. and just yeah, I remember level her, of effort. like...
3: She had a, a job that I felt like uh, it, it lists her as a pharmaceutical saleswoman. I felt like mm-hmm. she has a job that she can pretty much, you know, work anywhere. And he was a trauma nurse that had to stay, like, in a hospital. So she, like, pretty much refused to leave where she was. So they both were very headstrong. And they yeah. both were just like, I'm not leaving my place. I'm going to leave my place. Okay, so we'll never spend time together. It's like, yeah. that's not going to work for a marriage.
2: Exactly. And then he had that, like, salt salt and pepper going on. Um mm-hmm. That made him look a lot older. <laughs> um, but I, I know we didn't mention Jacqueline. The first Jacqueline, the first Jacqueline and Ryan, you'll hear of. Um, Jacqueline and Ryan did stay married on Decision Day. Because I feel like for them, it just felt easy. But they were divorced yeah. by the reunion, which was very interesting. Because their dynamic had completely changed <laughs> by the reunion.
3: I remember the reunion left off at like, oh, maybe we'll try it again. And then like, nothing. Like, yeah, they just got yeah. Like, exactly. You know, in the... And you know, this last couple, ooh. Yes. Boy. Uh, Jessica and Ryan. Uh, you know, it, we like explosive couples, but this was a bad explosive couple.
2: Right. Which is I think this couple alone brought the season down so much for me because it entered a level of toxicity that I was just like, somebody help her or yeah. help this situation. <laughs> like, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> or no, it would never it was never funny, but it's just like This is not enjoyable to watch. We want we actually want these people to have healthy relationships like, okay, yeah, little fights here and there that, you know, bickering. But it turned into a point where Jessica, after the whole uh, filming happened, she had to file a restraining order on him.
3: Yeah. And you could tell from like their first argument, which was like, I think on their honeymoon. Yeah. He was like, like borderline, like talking to her like abusively. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not good. And just, that trend just continued for most of the season. Right. And him, like, like, so I'm looking, I'm looking at the Wikipedia and it lists his, uh, his occupation as businessman.
2: He's a businessman.
3: <laughs> uh, and I was uh, like, he acted so weird and so squirrely throughout the whole season. I was like, this guy's like a drug dealer. Like that, <laughs> that's just what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And there was this, this big issue with him taking, uh, $100 out of their wedding. Cash for himself, mm-hmm. and she's she uh, said that like he took it. To give
2: like to, they were gifted money for getting married, and this man took a hundred dollars for himself.
3: Right, and so Literally. there was the, that was the big like conf, One of the big conflicts of their relationship was that he denied that he he denied that he took money from their from their shared money. He said it was his money, and he got very offended by that. Like you know. I'm so and for the the fact that he needed so much cash like what do you need so much cash for? Like it's mm-hmm. weird to me. Like he just had this very like shady like aura Results. about him the whole season. Yes.
2: Yeah, it was just like it 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 turned and it was like on a level of that's when they we got that first like um you know nest camera inside the apartment mm-hmm. because it was just they it was not a great situation and um the the ab- abuse that we were seeing like the potential of it was just very uncomfortable um so that, that's why this season is ranked so low for me um so yeah
3: yeah so, i mean it just just did last for me because the other two the other two couples were boring and yeah. then the third couple was too toxic like yeah. I, I like yeah. a mess but i don't like the mess to that level that yeah, degree. that's like, when it gets to, when it crosses the line into like you know I think abusive or, mm-hmm. or one of them had to follow a straining order yeah uh, it, it, that's not fun for me. right um, even though they decided on decision day to stay married and then yeah. my reunion they had this very very toxic uh, reunion Update. yeah so they were like she like took one of his watches or something and broke it and they had this whole thing on the reunion and it was it was bad So yeah, Yeah. that's why I ranked it dead last.
2: Yeah, we definitely agreed there. Um, So the 12th ranked season that we thought that once you averaged it was season five. And and guys, I know it seems like recency bias. A lot of these, (laughs) a lot of our seasons in the bottom are earlier seasons, but hey, the show just has gotten better. Casting has gotten better um can't so say the I, experts I, have gotten better
3: <laughs> i would argue i don't know if casting got better it got better in terms of entertainment standpoint oh yes yes i don't yes. know if it got Not better in terms of like yeah these people are ready for marriage i think i feel like at a certain point casting was like doesn't really matter if they're ready for marriage or they yeah. they place they're like me they place entertainment over prospect of success
2: see okay, yeah and so for me Season four and season two, no one is still together. So that's why it's just like, what was that for? What was it even for? And then we didn't even have entertainment. Come on. Yeah. So our 12th ranked season is season five to set the stage. Season five took place in Chicago. It was uh, the other season that aired in 2016 because, you know, Meredith, first sight, they spit they spit them out. (laughs) <laughs> Two a year. uh We had three experts, so we had Dr. Pepper, Pastor Cal, and then we had Rachel uh, DiAlto. And our three couples were Danielle and Cody, Ashley and Anthony, and Sheila and Nate. Yes.
3: Yeah, so you had this ranked second to last. Mm-hmm. I had this ranked as my number ten season. Hmm. So for me, the season I was i was I was Nate and Sheila is why this season for me is is <laughs> up in ten they uh, were so <laughs> messy, yes, so terrible it helped it helped my ranking, even though these other two couples that were shared the season with them were so boring.
2: that was a um, problem for me,
3: <laughs> yeah, I just Nate and Sheila's fights were so entertaining, were so good that i had to i had to lift it up a little bit.
2: That makes sense. So like, like, yeah, so with Nate and Sheila, they were they just could not get on the same page. They were always it, it it reminds me of like Jasmina and Mike from season 14 of just arguing about nothing. Like it's about like, oh, an attitude here or I did not like the way you said this. And then just communication was awful
3: but they, so, had, they had their good moments and they had mm-hmm. their really bad moments I would say like if I was going to like take two cast members from season 14 I would say Nate is like Elijah one and Sheila is like Jasmine it would be like you put mm-hmm. Elijah and Jasmine together yeah, uh, yeah Sheila was this like strong independent woman yeah And it felt like Nate really wanted someone to bow down to him and and be that. submissive to him. I think he even said that a few at a few points in the in the season was that like he expected his wife to be submissive
4: mm-hmm. and that
3: you know and there's this like scene on their honeymoon where they're playing this like uh, they're playing table tennis. And he's taking it super serious. Yes. And he like, he like slams the 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 ball with his racket and wins the game and he's just like gloating in this like really just terrible way yeah she calls him on it and they get into this big fight over it that you know how she disrespected him by calling him a sore loser and it was it was just it was good entertainment because they got into so many good fights and it it never felt (laughs) it never felt into a jessica and ryan uh jessica and ryan situation that we talked about in the last season yeah it it was just dumb messy fights
2: yeah constantly and the other thing with like the fact that he wanted a more submissive wife was she was 31 and he was 26. Yeah. So she already had this view of like, okay, I'm married to a younger man. How am I going to like, I mean, I feel like anyone would think that you just think, okay, how like, is he more mature? Like she doesn't know him. All she knows is his name is Nate. And OK, am I going to take his last name or not? That was a whole thing. And then uh, she knows that he's 26. So that I feel like that would be a natural thought of just like, OK, we are. That's a five year age difference. Uh, we yeah. know maturity levels are different.
3: And I mean, you know, masks, they love their immature, uh, you know, mid 20 something uh, <laughs> right. male where they put on this show. Yeah, uh, they, they know that they're going to be fireworks when they do that. Exactly. Um, something else that really like really tickled really had I had fun with with their season was the interaction between their parents. Mm-hmm.
4: Right?
3: Like in the beginning of the season we had Nate's dad who was so like abrasive and, and you know from the, he, he was for the streets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and he like got into this like like he clashed a lot with Sheila's parents and you know at, at the wedding. Uh-huh. At the honeymoon, not honeymoon, at the reception. And like he gets up there on the reception and makes this toast and basically like calls out Sheila's uh, father. I'm like, this MFR do not know what he's talking about. He's trying to step to me. And then he reveals that it's like a joke,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which didn't feel like a joke at all. So that was like, okay, really- so
2: now I know we have different humors.
3: <laughs> yeah. So it was like a really fun, like funny, like situation there, which is what, what really bumps them up for me.
2: Yeah. You know, for me, it was just like this was the only couple I was interested in the season and to have a one of three it was just like, OK, I'm sticking around each episode, just waiting to see the update with Sheila and Nate. And they always made me so mad because it was like I felt like they could have worked, but they were in their own way. And I felt like they could have if they had gotten more uh, uh, intervention from the experts, that could have re- been really helpful because the key to their issues was communication. And if someone had stepped in to help them out, they could have been okay. But no, they they stayed married on decision day, but then they got divorced after.
3: I, I would, I think, I would disagree with you there that the communication was there. I, I just think they were both stuck in their ways. Sheila was, like I said, this strong, independent woman, and Nate was this immature guy that hadn't was still a playboy. I think she mm-hmm. even accused him of, of stepping out on her during the marriage. Yeah, he denied it. Um, I just think he was too immature for the for this experiment, and yeah. he had this weird thought of marriage, which I don't know that extra intervention was really gonna help. I just think that's, they were kind of stewing from the start
2: That's a good point, that's a good point, yeah, maybe they never would have worked,
3: but yeah you didn't you didn't like the season, but it has one of the most successful couples in Mavs history, Ashley and Anthony,
2: okay, <clears throat> Ashley and Anthony are one of the most successful. But to me, I see this as the couples who are still together, one of three, 33%. I'm not, yeah. you know, you're not pass. you're not showing, you're not showing that grade to your parents and ha- happy about it. <laughs> if your daughter brought home a 33, <laughs> you would be mad.
3: I'd be upset. Yes. <laughs>
2: exactly. So yes, Ashley and Anthony, one of the most successful they have, I think is two kids now.
3: Yep. And, two kids. Uh,
2: stayed married. They just... There was nothing there. Well nothing they just, at all. They just worked. Just worked. That's it.
3: They never had they didn't have not one fight the whole <laughs> season. They didn't have one disagreement the whole season. Yeah. They were just floating on Cloud Nine the whole time. And yeah. that when when there's a couple that I can say, Okay, I'm a fast forward through there. If like if I'm rewatching seasons, right? And I already know what's happened. I already know what those couples are going through. If I can fast forward through all of your segments because I'm not worried about missing anything because nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. You're going to you're going to rank pretty low for me. Right. Um, on the season.
2: Exactly. So that was just like, a, uh, OK, wonderful. They picked two people who knew how to make it work. And that's what we want. Right. But we also want you to go through some tests in your relationship for our entertainment. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like I'm so happy for them. I love seeing updates from them. I think I do follow Ashley on Instagram. So it's just like very proud of them. They're like one of the, the golden childs on a couples cam when that was a thing. But then yeah. we have the, the, a drastically different couple in Danielle and Cody. Yeah, why but- was Danielle was the she was the epitome of I don't want to be here right now. Why do you have why? Why am I here? Basically.
3: Yeah, but but Cody was weird. Cody was a weird guy. Like I think, if I remember correctly, he wanted to go fast at first, Mm -hmm. and then he pulled back. She was seemingly stuck at start. I don't think she ever really like. She's like at the
2: light. Never even picked her foot up to press the gas.
3: (laughs) Yeah, she was just like, oh nope, I'm good. I'm just going to stick here for this eight weeks, and uh, then we'll be done. (laughs)
2: Right, but they did have that weird thing where he had he has a twin brother, and his twin brother got in a relationship with one of her bridesmaids or like her maid of honor or something.
3: Yeah, and their their relationship was a lot more successful. Yes. than than, <laughs> their, than this married couple relationship throughout the whole yeah. show. We see we see like when they got together with their friends and the brother and the and the uh, maid of honor <laughs> were there, and they were like cuddling up, kissing all this stuff, and then you had these two sitting far apart from each other, like barely talking to each other.
2: Yeah, so then that turned into a storyline because it was like, they she, Ash, or is her name Ashley? No, Danielle was comparing her relationship with Cody with her friend's relationship with his twin brother. It was just, it was just like, they're very, two, two very different situations. Y'all are married. They are not, they don't have to make this work. Y'all are being filmed 24-7. That adds a whole le- another uh like, element to the relationship. So it's yeah, just maybe- like, Ugh, I don't know they did what what were they giving?
3: They nothing. weren't giving anything. they just seemed like they were gonna be like okay, friends, like I wouldn't be surprised we'd never talk to each other again after decision day, yeah, well, well, actually they stay, they stayed together on decision day but then were divorced after mm-hmm. um you know, and you know you you could you could claim you know we talk about uh like I didn't realize I didn't remember because I claimed this season was tied for the most success with season eleven uh i'm talking about season 14 was tied with the success of season 11 because three couples said yes But we uh-huh. had two other seasons where three, all three couples that were part of the experiment said yes and this was one of them
2: right i don't even trust the couples anymore though to say like okay you say yes but can you truly make it work that's what i'm like right. real life what where are you now <laughs> where yeah, are they just, now
3: <laughs> it just seemed like they said yes to like i don't know be like yeah mm, why not works. yeah sure. But then they probably got divorced like a week later.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So for the me, the, this season was just like okay to have two boring couples and then one couple that just like felt like they were doomed from the start because they were like the honeymoon is where we started to see their conflict because it, it just wasn't that exciting to watch. Um, yeah, but I, mean, man, I do want to Sheila... make a correction that this wasn't uh, aired in 2017, not 2016.
3: Oh. okay. But but Sheila and Nate were so explosive. They I think had something every episode. So yeah. I think that for me kicked it up a few notches. Um, that's why I ranked it ten. Um, makes sense. Yeah. So so yeah, that, that's where I was.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I can I can see that. I can see the Sheila Nate truther in you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but and yeah, I don't really keep up with either one of them. Um, nah. since their since that season. So, the season that we ranked number 11 is season three. So, season three took place in Atlanta. Uh, it aired at the end of uh, 2015 into 2016. And we had three couples Vanessa and Trey, who, if you might remember, Trey was in my top five attractive husbands, <laughs> uh, Ashley and David, and then Samantha and Neil. And then we had three no we have four experts this season dr pepper and then the three experts the same other three from season two
3: so total of four so i think hmm, so i had this ranked at number 11 so Uh i was up there you were at number 10 for season three
2: yes roughly same
3: yeah and you know i'm thinking about this now I think I'm. I think I'm good. Like, yeah, I, I do like this season more than more than uh, five. Which maybe I should have switched those two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because thinking You're about this season up the season now, rankings. <laughs> yeah. But think about this season now. There were two fun couples, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Vanessa and Trey for me were boring. I know you really? love. Vanessa. I know you love Vanessa and Trey. Yeah, I thought they were mostly boring.
2: So I think Lifetime felt very highly about this season. Well, no, it wasn't on Lifetime yet. It was on FYI or A&E
4: at this time.
2: It didn't move to Lifetime until season five. And so this season, I think they were like, oh, we've got something here because they created a spinoff specifically for David and Vanessa, which was the Married at First Sight Second Chances where they dated a group of guys and, or and he dated a group of girls and then they decided on a person just to continue dating. And they've never done that since. Like literally they created that spinoff for these two to find love.
3: Yeah. But see, <laughs> the thing about it is like, why would you pick David for that? Spin-off? I know.
2: I think I they felt bad for him, but he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about it. So David and Ashley, David, he was all in like he had I think he had like a decent amount of money. He was able to afford a really big house when they were looking for houses. Um, and Ashley just was not attracted to him. She would say, she wouldn't say more than three. She would answer his questions. but She was not engaged in this relationship whatsoever.
3: <laughs> she looked like a hostage. Yes. Yes. Like, yes, She is here <laughs> against her will. She will answer you with a bare minimum. And that is it. Like, that do you want something for dinner? Yes. What would you like to eat for dinner? Uh I don't know. <laughs>
2: right? Do you want chicken? No. Do you want steak? No. <laughs> do you want to eat? Yes.
3: How do you feel about <laughs> our marriage? Fine. <laughs>
2: right. It was just like, oh, like, okay, yeah, David had his uh he had his quirks, but what are you gonna do with someone who's giving you nothing?
3: So but but I mean uh part way through the season we find out that David is asking other women out on dates. And the thing about it was at the time I think I was like, Ashley, like why are you even like faking to be upset about this? Like yeah. you like you don't care about this man. Like David is wrong. Don't get me wrong, you know, don't mistake mm-hmm. it. David was wrong for doing it and he tried to like explain it away. Yeah. Like, no, I was I was asking your friend out because I wanted to to ask her about you, I think was the thing he was he was uh claiming. Right. And I think I think Ashley just found that as a way out. She's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I could now dump this man because he has cheated on me. Uh, he has asked another woman out for date for for drinks, so I can I can reasonably leave this man now."
2: Yeah, she's she's looking for her reason. Same with like Alyssa and Chris from season yeah. fourteen. Of just like, let me. Okay, I'm not interested in him. So what can I do to like reasonably get out of this without just saying I am not attracted to him?
3: yeah and I remember I think he had uh, a death and his father had died and Father's Day came around while the, f- the show was filming and he like flipped out like I think uh, the scene I recall is they're in bed talking about something and something comes up and he like runs out of the room and starts screaming
4: mm-hmm. about
3: like his, about something I forgot what it was but it, it, it was really jarring for me in the moment and I was just like yeah. wow that's a little weird and he really wanted to make it work. I'm not even sure if he really liked her or if he was just really trying to make it work. He was really trying to force it.
2: I think it was it was definitely shades of like Mark the Shark just wanted to like, like the initial Mark the Shark of his just like I'm going to make it work with anybody because David just really wanted to be married and like he goes on like of course him and Ashley decided to divorce. They didn't even try to fake it and stay married on Decision Day um, but then yeah. He, well, had he said this-
3: yes and she said no.
2: Yeah, but come on. He yeah. just, he just wanted to try to make it work. Yeah. And uh he went on to be on Married at First Sight second chances and he ended up he did he choose someone? I just no, remember he chose specifically. No okay, he chose no one and, and then he had one of the women who were like one of the women that he was dating on the show was somebody that was being considered to be matched with him on Married at First Sight but the experts decided not to go with her. And it was like they saw that on, like, the matchmaking special or something. I was like, oh, that's funny. But uh, moving on, we also had Vanessa and Trey this season. So what was so boring about them?
3: I don't know. It felt like they got along very well from the start. I want to say that they had one snafu where she walked out for some reason. Do you remember what that was about?
2: She did walk out. I think she didn't like what he said. He said like yeah. his response to something, but I can't I can't remember specifically what
3: it was. Yeah, so they didn't really have any huge bumps in the road. Um, but then like seemingly out of nowhere, they say yes on decision day, and then when we get to the reunion, we find out um that they've broken up for and it was never really clear why they broke why? up. It just seemed yeah. like they he they he drifted from her and he broke it off, I think. hmm Yeah, it was never really clear they just never had any big bumps they didn't have any big fights like I'm looking for mess people like like, I didn't find that here
2: see I always felt like she was skeptical like it was like okay she was attracted to him but then it's just like what is there what don't I know about him like what when am I going to be fooled like or like she it's all. it it was as if she always felt that something was going to come up she was like okay I'm done And so it felt like she was always looking for that. So for me, it was a matter of like him trying to prove like, no, I am actually this good guy. You don't have to think like, oh, I have these skeletons in the closet. I'm not I don't have an an Isaac (laughs) hidden in my closet. Um, And so for me, it was interesting to watch because I always I just wanted to see if she's going to come around like, oh, is this going to work? And they didn't feel that boring to me. I don't know why.
3: You were like, girl, if you don't take him, I'll have him. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think she, like you said, she was skeptical. She thought he was a player, but he was just kind of really laid back. And yeah. really felt like he just kind of went with the flow. It wasn't yeah. like going to make any big waves. So I think that's why I just felt like it was boring. It was a nice story for the most part. Yeah. And I was rooting for them to work it out because they seemed like they had really good chemistry. But, you know, yeah, like I said. Not 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 big entertainment for me. I think this is a couple I probably could have fast forwarded through most of their segments.
2: <laughs> gotcha. See, I, I looked forward to their segments. I don't know. I liked them together, and I felt like they had good chemistry. Like they were they um, they got along really easily. Uh, but yeah, they decided to stay together. They got divorced, and then she went on to marry to first sight second chances. She did pick this guy named Andre with like the the blonde hair um like he had like a blonde mohawk it was very surprising because i did not think she was going to pick him i didn't think he was in the running but she ended up picking him um i don't they're de- i don't think they're together today um no, but sooner. yeah so you know that 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 was i just felt like they were interesting i don't know i didn't get boring vibes but then we had samantha and neil
3: Ooh, buddy! This was this was the, this was the <laughs> bombshell couple of this season for me. Yeah. Now, anyone deserved a second chance. I thought it was Neil.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I liked Neil. He was he he seemed like such a good guy.
3: Yeah, I, he, like, he was, had
2: such good intentions.
3: Yeah, he was just so easygoing. Yeah, um, as opposed to Samantha, who was so aggressive and so like she would constantly emasculate this man like call him like uh you know a p word call him the b word and you know tell him that he wasn't Mm. manly enough
2: yeah i was like hey that's never that's that that, i i keep referring to season 14 just because it's so fresh in my mind but it's just like elijah saying i want to see if you're woman enough (laughs) to be my wife like how are you telling him that that's so is it emasculating and and you know what you're saying like i felt like samantha always knew her words stung but she didn't care
3: well i mean it, you know we're we're going to keep doing it guys we're going to we're going to for reference season 14 because it's mostly fresh in our mind she felt more like lindsay than anything else yeah. yeah she would hit below the belt but then the few times that neil like tried to like jab back she would take it as a big offense and it would be this this big problem I, he called her uh Fake at one point, uh-huh. and she got offended and kicked him out of the house. Yeah, you know, all the while she was trading, she was hitting him repeatedly with these verbal assaults. And when he would fight back, she just she she got she got super offended.
2: It's like, what the what are you doing? Why are you fighting back? I'm supposed to be the one talking here. Yeah, I just it it was it was. I mean, their relationship was so interesting because it was like, is she friend zoning him or does she just know not know? Or is she just not into this relationship? i just I just could never tell where they were, and even on decision day for her to say yes and him to say no, I was kind of shocked by that,
3: yeah, I felt like three quarters of the way through she developed some type of feeling for him, yeah and and so when when he said no and he said yes she she bolts out of the decision day like yeah. meeting and goes sobbing outside. Dr. Pepper has to go like. And one of the most awkward, like, moments in the show, like, she gets yeah. up and runs out. And he just kind of sits there. Like, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know if uh-huh. he should go right after her or what. And then Dr. Pepper's like, you know what? I'll go look after her. Like, yeah. no one else is going to go, I'll it. go. Yeah. And, and so, like, she's, like, consoling her. Neil definitely is in the running for, like, most one of the most patient husbands. I think yes, a lot of other is. people would have been out, out, you know, at, at many moments in the season.
2: Yeah, I I do agree. He definitely didn't get a fair shake in that one, in that relationship. Um, But yeah, this season, all the couples, not together. (laughs) And then then it was just like, David and Ashley was, I mean, because David's not the most interesting guy, so that couple was just boring because she gave nothing. We could hardly get anything on the screen from them. Then you had the Samantha and the whole Samantha Neal of it all, and then Vanessa and Trey. I was just looking forward to their segment. And so, I mean, like they were the only couple. I was just like, I felt like had a vested interest in. And then for them all to not be together anymore, it's just like, okay, wonderful.
3: Yeah, I mean, for this season, I think I was probably looking forward to Sam and Neil segments because I just wanted to see like how she put him <laughs> down next and yeah. how he would keep himself together. Ashley yeah. and David was 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 fun for the awkwardness of it. just just for like the cringe factor like she's into this and just the ways that she would show that that she wasn't into him wasn't into this at all and then you know vanessa and trey were a couple i I think most people were rooting for Uh like we want them to go all the way we want them to be successful yeah so the season had had some had good parts i think right right right
2: yeah yeah it did um and it was so early on. I can't I like when I think about these people on the season I, I don't think like oh season 3 <laughs> like yeah. you know 11 seasons ago. Um but moving on to our ninth ranked season, we had a tie for number 9. So we had two very different approaches for both of these seasons. So this we'll discuss the first season first where we both ranked it number 9. That would be season seven. So seasons, yes, season seven. It took place in Dallas. Um, we saw that we we that came on live on Lifetime in 2018. We had three couples: Mia and Tristan, Danielle and Bobby, Amber and Dave, and then we had three experts. We had Doctor Pepper, Pastor Cal. And Dr. Jessica,
3: who will we'll talk well, about that later. later. <laughs> right? Uh, this is this, this rotating like sexologist slots is very interesting. <laughs> they can't, track. they
2: cannot keep a sexologist. Yeah.
3: So this season, uh, really dragged out for me because of Bobby and Danielle. Yes. Nothing. They gave us nothing. 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 They were successful <laughs> the whole time. I don't think they had, much like Anthony and Ashley, I don't don't think they had one fight, Mm -hmm.
4: no disagreements,
3: just smooth sailing all the way through. The only thing about them was like, Bobby obviously loved it, Danielle, from the first (laughs) moment he saw her, and Danielle was like a little more like trepidatious. Yeah. But it was never in doubt that they were going to stay together and they were going to be the most successful.
2: Right. They are definitely up there with um with Anthony and Ashley from season five with just like, they worked out, they're having kids, they're doing well. Um, so it was just like, I think their biggest argument was like, will we get a dog or like, or no, her dog uh, cleaning up after her dog since she moved into his place. And so he liked it neater. And but so- he was
3: so, but he was so in love. He was yes. just like, it's fine. Whatever. No, the, the <laughs> thing was she li- she liked to foster dogs. So she Mm -hmm. had a lot of dogs in and out, and he was constantly cleaning up after them. (laughs) He was like, "It's fine, it's fine. I love you so much. I'll do whatever you want me to. I'll Mm -hmm. give these dogs all the rest of my life just for you. I love you so much." He's like, "Yeah, you're cool."
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. So they were that couple, but then if we work our way up on the entertainment factor, we had Dave and Amber.
3: Yeah, so like I like a season that has like firsts. And I feel like this season was a good one, like for something you will rarely see. And so we had Amber and Dave who like we find out on the honeymoon that Dave's one of Dave's friends from their gym dated Amber. So he like Mm -hmm. has some like some knowledge of Amber. And it was interesting to see him kind of try and. uh go through that because yeah. you can tell he had heard some not flattering things from his buddy and now he's married to this woman and now he has to <laughs> right. face his buddy at the gym like hey you know that girl that you were trashing uh, a few months ago she's right. my wife now
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like who wants to date one of their friend's exes um, I mean I guess that there are definitely people that do it but right. when it's this situation you're like wait a second and then it was always Amber trying to be secure in their relationship she was yes, constantly she was very, bringing very up insecure. things. She's like, "Uh, when we went to the gym and you were looking at so and so, why were you talking to her?" It was just it was always a jealousy thing. Like even when Dave was just like didn't even like it the like the jealousy wasn't warranted. She was finding something to be jealous
3: about. Yeah, Dave was always just kind of like, "Huh?" Like <laughs> right. like what? You you didn't like that I I spoke to this person? Like
4: yeah.
3: And she uh she was this person that dyed her hair blonde and was very like uh insecure in the fact that she wasn't a natural blonde, I think was her issue. That like, yes. no, He say he likes brunettes and she was a blonde, I think was their issue.
4: Mm-hmm. And she
3: showed up at the reunion as, as her natural brunette just to show him up.
4: Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, they were and then there was the infamous uh rating of 7.5. Uh you know, they did the things where all the husbands rated their wives. Uh, to each other, and never Dave a great gave her, and yeah, never a good idea. Much like playing Never Have I Ever, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but Dave ended up rate her a seven point five, and he told her that one of the biggest mistakes you'll ever make, and she got super offended by it, and it would cause yeah. a big fight in their relationship.
2: Yeah it it was just like I I don't know I don't know if this couple needed more time or what, but I mean like they ended up staying together on decision day, but were divorced after and it just seemed like she you know with that hair hair change she's trying to prove a point she's on this new journey she's in her villain era um <laughs> i think like she just it just wasn't it just wasn't going to work out i think they were they they had two strong personalities where it wasn't like they were combative or anything uh or like they weren't both combative but it just i don't know i just never saw them working
3: they were on two different, like, chill levels. Like, Dave was, yeah. like, very chill. He just wanted to, like, kind of lay back and be be cool. Mm-hmm. Amber is very high-strung, really looked for drama a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's where, they, that's where they really clashed in personality.
2: Right, exactly. And then, um, and also, I will say, this season had a near and dear place in my heart, because I'm from Dallas, born and raised, and so I was, like, constantly looking at the places they were, and um just like this is so cool, it's in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the the third couple was Tristan and Mia. So it's Tristan Thompson, not to be confused with the Tristan Thompson in the NBA, who is probably just as much of a dog having, though. <laughs> who, yeah, who's currently the center of the drama on the Kardashians on Hulu. Uh not that Tristan. This is a different Tristan Thompson, just so happened have his n- not a great namesake, but he wasn't even the most problematic one in this relationship.
3: Mm-mm, not even that like he was problematic. Let's not let's not get that yeah. mistaken. But, but Mia really <laughs> Mia really blew him out of the water. So when we talk about these big moments that you will probably never see again, this is this this started out the season with a bang, right? We get the wedding I, I don't remember the wedding probably went off fine. We get to the honeymoon, we go, we go to the airport to go to the honeymoon and we get this series of events where Mia gets detained um, by police at the airport. And then we find out that she had a warrant out for her arrest. Uh, She had like three charges of stalking and one charge of credit card fraud, um, having to stem from this, this past relationship. Mm hmm. And that's not bad enough. Once they finally get reunited, she at first denies knowing who this person even is.
2: Yeah. Like, how are you going to lie? You got detained. How are you going to lie about this story? At this point, your cards need to be all on the table.
3: She goes, I don't, you know, I don't even know who that person is. It goes from, I don't know who that is to, oh yeah, that name does ring a bell. And then we get (laughs) the next morning, which is like, yeah, when the cameras are gone, Mia did admit that she was in a relationship with this person. So it's just (laughs) like, this is like, this is day, like, two of these people's marriages, and this this big thing has just, like, blown up their world. So, I mean, I remember, like, feeling, like, so bad for Tristan, mm-hmm. like, because, you know, we didn't get to know him yet, so we didn't know he was kind of bad himself. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's like, oh, my gosh, this guy, is poor this poor guy feels so bad for him. And it was just it was it was something we've never seen. We probably never will see again. It was such (laughs) a dramatic moment uh, for the series.
2: Yeah, it was just like she we learned that she was a habitual liar, basically. And uh, it was just like, really, what was Tristan going to do with that? Um, And so it wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't an angel. There were definitely some arguments they had where he was definitely in the wrong. Uh, But these two were just chaos throughout the season. And had the nerve to stay married on decision day. The
3: unmitigated gall <laughs> right. to say that they were gonna try and make make it work. Like, what are y'all doing? It's just one of those things. It's like a it's like a Mark and Lindsay from season fourteen. Like, why are y'all doing this? Y'all know this is gonna work. <laughs> right. But it's just like at, you know, at some point they got they got into they got into many arguments. Mm-hmm. Um I think they were gonna move to Houston, I think. And they got to a disagreement about that. He threw all of her stuff out, uh, yeah. kicked her out of the apartment. She threw him <laughs> under the bus to her family. It was just any, <laughs> any anything you can think of that's that's bad happened with this couple.
2: Yes, it was. Yeah, it was just. I mean, it was a mess from the start. It was just. I never. I never expected them to stay married on decision day. So I was shocked, but they were definitely entertaining to watch for sure. Um, and. You know, like for me, this was the couple that was just like, well, for for me, it was Tristan and Mia and Dave and Amber. I, I did, I was like, okay, what's Amber gonna be mad about this
3: episode? Yeah, so. yeah. I definitely tuned in to see the the, the drama for me and Mia and Tristan. Um, what what what's gonna go wrong next? Yes. And you know, what is Amber gonna go crazy about this episode? Yeah. and then you know, Bobby and Danielle—they're definitely a fast-forward couple.
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so then the other season that we ranked number nine was season eight. So I ranked season eight number six. So that means oh, the top of my second batch, I, I, you ranked number, season eight number 12.
3: Yeah, I, I can't get over you ranking this season so high. I just, you know. Hear me out. Okay, go ahead. Go for it.
2: Hear me out. Season eight set the stage. Season eight was set in Philadelphia. Um, they this was the first season with four couples. We had Stephanie and AJ, Jasmine and Will. Kate Ooh. and Luke. <laughs> Jasmine and Will, Kate and Luke, and Christine and Keith. And then from a uh expert perspective, we had Dr. Pepper, Pastor Cal, and Dr. Jessica. So, I, I really like this season. That's why I ranked it so high because I was interested in four of the four couples. Okay? Wait,
3: you were interested in four? You were interested yes. in all four couples? All four couples. No way. You could not four. be interested in Stephanie and AJ. I
2: Come was. On. AJ was awful. AJ hated the cameras. No, listen, he hated the cameras. So it was constantly, we were having to deal with him, be mad that he's on a show that he signed up for. And I was like, he is acting like such a baby. But then, okay, Stephanie, yes, she was not the, 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 the shiniest star on this show, but she was putting up with AJ. And he just, I was just like, the nerve to be mad about being on the show, doing these activities. Like, he was he was always over it, which it was, like, so entertaining.
3: AJ had his outbursts. I can think of three outbursts, and one of them wasn't even that big of an outburst. Uh, he had the one where he fought with the producers about doing the quote-unquote homework assignment on the honeymoon. He was mad at that.
4: Uh-huh. Um, he was
3: mad that they all had to stay together. All the couples had to stay together at the retreat. I remember uh-huh. that. And there's a, some stupid thing about moving a sign in his apartment, which wasn't even that big of a deal. He had a couple of moments on the season. Other than that, they were as boring as boring can be.
2: <laughs> it's because Stephanie, like, imagine Stephanie was like Lindsay. Okay. Like it would have been fireworks. But Stephanie was so just like chill. She
3: was that so they found the, the whole time.
2: They found the perfect woman for him.
3: Yeah. And they, so and-
2: like it, it made it made sense.
3: Yeah, they're both on the older side, um, you know. Wh- when it comes to to Married at first sight, Stephanie is thirty five, AJ is thirty seven, um, and they both kind of they both like the you know they're kind of old fogies of the season, and they they kind of acted it. They just got along. They were mature for the most part, you know. Besides the AJ outbursts, but mm-hmm. they just kind of went along and was like huh. they 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 both, they both seem to have this kind of fun laid-back chemistry so for the most part their segments were all boring i could probably <laughs> tell you where it was all going at you know at any moment like nope it's gonna be fine
2: i don't know i just was so unsure i didn't know where what direction it was gonna go <laughs>
3: i knew of anything they were want to stay together i had no doubt about that the whole time See, he was I head over know. heels for her he was head over heels for her he, he never really had a, a problem with her He had a problem with the
5: cameras. The production of it all.
3: A couple of the uh, like, I think his big argument was was with Luke that season. They did they clashed. Yeah, but he and Stephanie were solid throughout pretty much the whole season. And for me, that's boring.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't know. I see. I I did. I wasn't so sure. Like, I felt (laughs) like Stephanie could have been like at the end of the season, hit us with a, a surprise of like, oh, you know things have been great, but I just haven't been talking or things haven't been so great. I just haven't been talking to cameras about it. Um, so I was just like, I felt like I was on my toes. Yeah,
3: then I, I had, that feel.
2: Then you had Will and Jasmine.
3: Like, what? This is this is one of the couples I had to go, wait, who was that again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I Okay, I like Jasmine. Yes, I Jasmine she was great. Was great.
3: She, was, yes. she was fun. She was beautiful. Um, but then Will was just kind of there like
2: <laughs> I just felt like she was always trying to get him to be an active participant in the marriage and it just like this guy didn't know what he was doing he wasn't prepared to come into this marriage to uh to just be it, like a a committed all-in husband not that he you know stepped out or anything but it was just like bro why is she in this relationship alone
3: it felt like he really just stayed in the friend zone with her and just yeah. never left, never tried to leave. Mm-hmm. Like like there were many segments with them that like I can remember that Jasmine was trying to pull out of him, like, hey, what turned you on? What can I do for you? Like, how can we grow in this relationship? And he was like, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like basically <laughs> he was just like he was there. He was like a he's like a just a rock sitting there. But this was interesting because on decision day. Jasmine said yes and Will said no.
2: Yes. I, <laughs> I think I remember like... being
3: surprised about that because it for me it was like a like maybe like a jasmina and mike situation where it's like, okay, the romance isn't really there, but they they're they're friendly with each other, so maybe they can, you know, uh progress to something further after the cameras are called. But he was like, Nope, I, I'm just not feeling it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was it really I don't know. It was confusing. I couldn't because he never put his finger on it. So I was like, is he is she just not his type? Like, what is it? <clears throat> and so it was very it, I don't know. I just I was always trying to figure out what what is wrong in this relationship. It was just never just plain and simple. And I didn't feel like they were just like boring, boring.
3: I, did. Um, I, I thought they were mostly boring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then we had Keith and Christine. Uh, boring no (laughs) i thought they were really sweet to watch like i thought couple
3: couple goals for sure yeah black love all that good stuff but they were boring
2: (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was so sweet to just watch and for him to like you know be flexible around like with her around his work schedule and for her to just kind of really grow and in like with him and then eventually grow in love with him. It was just I really watched I really enjoyed watching their relationship blossom. And they are one of the most successful couples today.
3: Yeah, I mean I think their biggest issue was like he was a little bit about mama's boy. He had like some expectations around her cooking or something, if I'm recalling that correctly. But other than that, it was just like, yeah, they're a great couple to look at, to follow their journey. Like that's great. But that's not my main motivation of being here. <laughs> gotcha. I want mess. I'm here for mess. Okay. I I could have fast forwarded through Keith and Christine. I could have fast forwarded through Jasmine and Will. And I could have fast forwarded mostly through Stephanie and Agent.
2: Okay, so mess. You were here for Luke and Kate.
3: Yes, Luke and Kate. <laughs> I mean, uh, the mess. <laughs> oh, the mess was was perfect for these two, <laughs> and they, they they're the re- they they're the sole reason. Why I have this season, you know, up as as high as twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> without without Kate and Luke, they'd be down, down, down on the dumps in 14. Uh-huh. No question.
2: See, okay. So we had the situation where Luke and Kate, they were had this storyline that they just were not in intimate. Um, he was just trying to get there, trying to get there. Then we find out they've been sleeping together all along and she, he told her not to tell anybody. And so she's just like, okay, well, yeah, he, he didn't want me to say anything, but we have slept together because to us, they weren't even sleeping in the same bed. So then it was just this whole weird situation of what's going on.
3: But, but when we did get some intimacy that we knew about, like he called, he said that when he kissed her, he felt dead inside. And yes. he was repulsed. Like this man <laughs> is one of the biggest villains in Married at First Sight history.
2: Ever, ever
3: top five worst husbands. He at one point accused her of being an alcoholic, um, and that was you know part of their problems. Uh, there was many uh, accusations of him actually being homosexual. Um, um, you know, <laughs> I, I guess based on. The fact that he wasn't attracted to her, I, I, there was a big thing at the reunion where he, he on his Facebook page, hey, remember back then, on the Facebook pages, everybody, uh, <laughs> he had, uh, he had said that he liked men and women on his Facebook page, that he was in a relationship with a man. He tried to play that off as some like weird prank or joke, and uh-huh. we never really got any good answers for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because it's like, okay, this season wasn't. In- 2019 but still feels like it didn't age well like I feel like today if that happened like it would be like okay whatever like whatever his preference is that's his preference right right like I feel like they wouldn't have made such a big deal about it because that's like that's kind of that I mean it's pretty much like outing someone if yeah, it felt like someone it brought insults, it up without him bringing it up
3: yeah, and I felt like they were insulting him by insinuating that he may also like men Uh huh. Uh, so, that was not a good look, for sure. At all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, just, just the way he treated her throughout the whole season, uh, you know, he also really strung her along, too. He was just like, you know, it, it could get there. Like, you know, she gave him many outs. Like, listen, if this uh-huh, isn't what you're looking constantly. for, like, we, can just, we can end it. He's like, no, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there.
2: Yeah, it. I just, I was always feeling bad for her throughout this entire marriage. Uh, it was just one thing after another she was dealing with with him. And um, of course, they uh, decided to to say no on decision day. It was one of those things of it was just like, okay, even though she was giving him an out, we were constantly thinking stick stick up for yourself, please. Yes. You deserve so much better. You deserve definitely, so much better than this man.
3: Definitely gave like, it was the, the proto like Chris and Paige Mm-hmm. Uh, like why are you sticking with this man like why are you tolerating this like yes. you're better than this but it was you know in a sick way it was entertaining it was like how is this man gonna look even worse this episode like exactly. that would be what i was here for but ultimately it was the only entertainment for me for this season and that's yeah. why it ranked so low
2: that makes sense. For I me, just, I just
3: you had all at
2: six. I know. I did. I did. Look if you look at the couples, two out of the four are still married to this day. I told you I weighed success.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean that's I, that's the explanation, I guess. But I'm just <laughs> I'm looking for entertainment. Like this this wasn't hitting except for one couple.
2: I just I remember being thoroughly invested in the season. I don't know why. Twenty nineteen, where was I in my life? <laughs> I just I really enjoyed the season. The next ranking we have is number eight and so you ranked the season that we ranked number eight uh you ranked them eight.
3: we all are number eight well we we're both number, did
2: eight yeah. yeah
3: number eight we, we what do they call it like a social where everyone gets the same answer like we uh we both ranked the same same season the same number
2: yeah which is wild because fourteen you think may, you might have some fluctuation but we did the same ranking on a few of these so we are we are here yeah. <laughs> we're on the same page so our ranking uh for number eight is season six <clears throat> so se- season six took place in Boston. This was the first season in Boston. This was the season that Mark the Shark almost made it on, but didn't quite. Um, we had Shonies and Jeffy, who you saw on the, Jeffy you saw on the Where Are You? Where Are They Now special for season 15, 14. We had Molly and Jonathan, and we had Jacqueline and Ryan. Another Jacqueline and Ryan. And then with, with the expert, we had, let's see, this is season six. We had Dr. Pepper, Pastor Cal, and Dr. Jessica.
3: <laughs> oh boy. Uh yeah. Well, let's save let's save that for, for the last part yes. of this segment. Um mm-hmm. so let's let's get Jacqueline and Ryan out of the way. Um Super boring couple. Yes. I can't really think of any big moments from this season for them.
2: They um... Mm- The real issue here was Ryan, like Ryan was not a present husband Mm -hmm. and it was, it was always like Jacqueline wanted so much more from him, but it was like, is he that into her? He just was putting on a front. He was playing husband and it wasn't like we were getting the real Ryan. So then Jacqueline was just left to deal with. Does this, what, what kind of marriage am I in? And then he tried to make effort from here. Tie, uh make effort here and there, but like it was just never like. Why were these two matched? I still to this day still don't know why they were matched. And then they had the nerve to stay married on decision day, but they are divorced <laughs> the <doll>. now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? Why? But yeah, they were they were the boring couple of the season for sure.
3: Yeah, he just seemed really like obnoxious. If, if I can remember that correctly, like I, I think. I don't think any of the other uh, men of the season liked him. I think there were a lot, a lot of clashes there. He was kind of, yeah. he, he was, you know, he, I think he was stereotypical um, Boston, uh-huh. uh, kind of rude, obnoxious. I didn't say that people in Boston are that, but that's the stereotype that they get. Um, yeah. So yeah, he was, it was not fun really to watch him. And to watch them she didn't really do much for me I think yeah. her big thing was that she uh was in a relationship I think maybe he had a fiance but he passed away
4: Yeah, I think, I
3: think a lot of the season focused on her trying to get over that while being married to this guy uh-huh. that was, a, that was a, a weird wrinkle for them
2: yeah so it was just like uh I mean, yeah, what they weren't. They okay. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, they're they're so boring because they're so successful. No, it's like they're so boring because why are they matched and like yeah. nothing's happening. Um, but then the other couple we had, Shanice and Jeffy. Jeffy was a teacher. Shynice was trying to wall out. She was trying to have fun <laughs> with her husband on her out. wedding day. And he's like, whoa, 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 wait a second. And I think this was another couple where the wife was older. Yeah, Shanice was twenty nine, and Jeffy was twenty six. But yeah, these two—they were very interesting because they did have some explosive arguments, right, during the season. I get confused with after the season.
3: (laughs) They even on the honeymoon they started, you know, getting into disagreements. Um, I, I think it was a very different. They had very different approaches to this experiment. Shawnice yeah. wanted to go very fast, uh, you know, very quickly, and Jeffy was like, "Whoa, I think Jeff." A lot of it for Jeffy was like, "Hey, I'm a teacher. I'm on camera. Like, this is gonna look weird for me to be doing all this, you know, mm-hmm. intimate stuff." Uh, we'll get into another teacher later that did not had that, did not share that same uh, sentiment. <laughs> yeah, um, but and I think you know, even on the honeymoon, Shawnice wanted to. Get intimate, do a lot of these things. Jeffrey's like, I barely know. I think Jeffy is kind of like how I would be in the situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, listen, like, I just met you yesterday. I barely know you and yeah. you want to go this fast. And she took that really hard. Like, that was, that was their big first fight where they, they really clashed in that way. Uh, now, let me, like, do you, like, at the end of the season during the reunion, we find out that shortly after decision day, um, they discover they were pregnant. Now, do you think, that they would still be together if not for that baby. Uh,
2: I do not because of the drama that has unfolded on couples cam, which I'm like, how am I so in tune with the drama that was on couples cam? And I don't even watch couples cam. Yeah. Shanice <laughs> and Jeffy have broken up and got back together a million times. And it, it's just been one of these tumultuous relationships where it's just like, they're trying But then it's just like stuff keeps getting in the way or they're getting in their own way. Um, And so I think that they wouldn't have this level of like try in them had that not happened.
3: Yeah, I think deep down, they're not really compatible, but (laughs) they're really trying to make it work. They're trying to force it. I think Mm -hmm. maybe even through forcing it, they may have found a middle ground. You know, for all like they could they could definitely go the long haul. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah,
2: they could.
3: But they they I think they have maybe found their way to it where you know you would think that they wouldn't it wouldn't be that way.
2: Right. Yeah. And then like of course I'm I I'm rooting for black love. Uh but when you're right for each other. And right. I, I think I think at this point, like we saw Jeff you talk about they've been together now five years. This season aired in twenty eighteen, so it was filmed in twenty seventeen. And um, they just they I feel I feel like they have found a way to make it work. At yeah. least I hope. <laughs> but uh, then we had our last couple. <laughs> yeah, Molly, and, Molly and John.
3: So you know this from right off the bat, they did not get along. Uh, she was very she you could tell from the very beginning that she was not into it. She yeah, she was not attractive. attracted to him. Yeah, and he took much offense to that. He was like, How would you not be attracted to me? Like, he he threw a college threesome into her face at one point, saying, You're not attracted to me, but you would, you know, have this threesome with guys you barely know. So he threw that in her face on camera. That was a big, uh, you know, source of contention there. Mm -hmm. And then we got the huge conflict, which was, you know, we saw, off-camera how she treated him because he kind of he secretly not so secretly taped her berating him when she was obviously obviously drunk but she still did it um so he taped her doing that it showed it to the experts and then this is where we get into the nitty-gritty of these two i can remember um when that happened and dr jessica came to talk to them and she yep. dressed molly down she gave her a what for, <laughs> for, yeah. for for treating her husband like this Yep, and it was very like it, it seemed out of place for an expert to talk to you know a participant like that
2: to like right, really take a side right. like i mean we saw shades of Lindsay thinking that Uh, Dr. Riviana was so on Mark's side, but it's just like, okay, anybody with some sense would be on Mark's side in the situation. But this was like, Oh, you believe John, Just, Dr. Jessica. You believe John wholeheartedly, and you were trying to take Molly down in this moment.
3: The quote, for, the quote that are, that sticks out for me was uh, her telling Molly, like, well, you don't like my honesty. I don't like your lies." Like, <laughs> as she's trying to like pin down Molly for doing. You can see look on this shocked look on Molly's face was yes. was 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 perfect. And so then we find out after the season, we might have already even known this when the season was airing, because it took place so soon after that, you know, that the the show had filmed, that Dr. Jessica had entered into a relationship after filming with Jonathan.
2: Yep, yeah. and and I do want to know, Molly and John did break up during the experiment. Like, it was that that situation where she was hitting on somebody else at, at a bar or whatever, and when Dr. Jessica came in, shortly after, they decided to just go ahead and, like, cut things off, like, they didn't want to fake it and keep it going um and so to find out that Dr Jessica is with a contestant and then went on the i don't I don't know the timing because she went on to be an expert on season eight and nine uh and and seven so seven eight and nine until she was replaced by Dr Viviana in season ten so yeah, like so while- I feel like they would have she was. I just feel like they would have not had her as an expert.
3: Yeah, it feels like while filming, like those later seasons, they found out. Like, wait, you're dating uh, John, <laughs> right? And then it was like, okay, uh well, after the season, we have to ask you to leave because that's mighty unprofessional of you. <laughs> right.
2: That's a little, that's weird. It's a little odd. Uh, yeah, why are you doing that? um So yeah, like, and they're still together. They're married. <laughs> <Huh>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, whatever floats their boat. So that was that that I mean, this couple, Molly and John, were still interesting during the season. But then to find that out post season was just like, oh my goodness, season t- six was
3: one of them. Yeah, for what we got from them, it was explosive. And again, that, that's what I'm here for. This this season was good on like for for Shailies and Jeffy and Molly and Jonathan they were they were entertaining. Yeah. So that's that's why it's about halfway up for me. And like I said, Jacqueline and Ryan kind of drag it down a little bit because they were so boring
2: exactly so our seventh ranking we're getting there y'all seventh ranking we have a season that me and Jason we just disagreed. so Jason had this season ranked number three I however had this season ranked number 12 (laughs) so the seventh ranked season is season one
3: I can't believe that you have the season ranked so low.
2: I know I have my reasons. I have, I mean, as, as you can see, some of these other seasons I just enjoyed more. Um, but I so or or as you will hear, I enjoyed some of these other seasons more. <laughs> but season one was in New York City and Northern New York, New Jersey. Same as season two. Uh, it premiered in two thousand fourteen. That's when we first got married at first sight. This was the premiere season. We had Jamie Otis and Doug. We had Courtney and Jason and we had Monet and Vaughn and with the experts, we had Dr. Pepper and then those three the, with the psychologist, the sexologist and the chaplain. Um, so those were those same exer- experts for seasons one through three. So this was, this was the pilot season. This was the season to see if this was going to work. Why'd you love it so much?
3: I just felt that it was a very, like, it was, of any other season, this felt more of the documentary style, uh-huh, it felt very raw, felt like you didn't get much held back um whereas now in current seasons, it's very produced, very like uh you know yeah produced is a good word i'll I'll use it for that um and in these three couples, we had very different experiences, which I enjoyed a lot. That's we true. had Jamie and Doug who you know and this this season also had some one of the most iconic reactions yes. to a bride seeing her groom that we've ever had, where she kind of really just freaks out. She's crying at the altar. She's crying on the floor after they uh, say their I do's, uh, you know, after they walk down the aisle, she's in the hallway crying. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, and then to see that love story throughout the season as we witness her becoming like really starting to like him and then really starting to love him. And just her journey and her background was great. was fun. Doug was a great guy. He had a great family. So that was a great story in itself. We had yeah. Jason and Courtney, who hit it off almost right away. They were such a cute couple. Yeah, and they like, were adorable. Yeah, it was a great love story. And we, we saw him kind of letting down his walls throughout the season. So that was a fun story. And then we had the mess, where we had with Vaughn and Monet, who just around every corner there was another fight. Uh so I just think that mix of couples, that mix of experiences gave me everything I needed in a season and yeah. it was it was a good it was entertaining.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I I can see and there's like a nostalgia factor. I mean, I know this is like 8 years ago, but you know, the first season, the OG and like yes, Jamie's reaction was everything. Um but for me, it was just like Monet and Vaughn were just, oh, uh, what are y'all doing? What, why did either one of you sign up for this show? I just Neither felt like, yeah, I just felt like I was being played with. And for this, for this to be the first season, I have no frame of reference. This is just like, okay, this is this experiments. Like y'all really decided to get married when y'all are in the shape that y'all are in, in order to be together. Um, I know, Monet went on to have her spinoff where she was like with her girls, like dating in New York, living the single life type of thing. I can't remember the name of the show, but yeah, Monet and Vaughn were just, and Vaughn just got on my nerves. And so it wasn't even like entertaining for me. It was just like, why
3: are y'all doing this to yourselves? It was entertaining for me of how awful he was because he claimed that he knew what he wanted. Like both of these people claimed that they knew what they wanted, but when they got it, they were like, "No, this is not what I wanted at all. Yeah. Like, I was wrong. This is not what I want." And and Vaughn, in particular, was a mess. He was standoffish, but then accused her of being fake. Um, yeah. and you know, there was this at, at their reunion. It was revealed that, like, because you know, one of the at one of the moments in the season, Monet has foot surgery. And Vaughn apparently expected her to have sex with him while she was recuperating. Uh she's a she said no, like what are you crazy? <laughs>
4: right.
3: And he said, Well your hands still work. So he was a jerk. He looked like a ninja turtle. Um
2: Yeah. He so did have yeah, that bald head and yeah.
3: Yeah, just a shape of his glasses
2: life. and I can <laughs> picture him in plaid. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So he was awful, but it was an entertaining mess. They had good fights they you know it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a toxic fight it was just yeah. they didn't know what they they thought they knew what they wanted but they didn't and it was fun to watch them fight it out about stupid stuff
2: yeah i mean that that and that's why this this season for me was middle or like when you average it out it's middle of the road like i was so low on it because okay jason and courtney i wasn't like they were adorable but I wasn't looking forward to seeing their segments. And then with not being that into Monet and Vaughn, I only had Jamie and Doug to really look at, to see, okay, they are really blossoming, like starting at point zero to where they ended up to her hosting and uh, like being one of the most successful couples are still together. I think they have three kids and um, like f- but like I told you, I look at success and uh 33% What one. So
3: three Jason couples. and Courtney were married for like five years
2: and they're not anymore. So yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> but I just think like, I think, I think it's crazy. You haven't ranked at 12. I, I could, I could see the argument for me ranking it. Like you would say I ranked it too high, I guess, but uh-huh. I, I, I can't see how you rank this so low. Um, But yeah, I just I thought like for me it was Jamie and Doug and Vanna Monet were driving the ship, and they were both they both entertained me a lot, and Jason Mm -hmm. Courtney was a fun relationship to watch play out.
2: Yeah, I mean to be fair, I haven't seen the season since it aired eight years ago, so you know maybe it there were moments that were better that I'm sleeping on, but if I'm thinking of like oh which seasons would I go back and rewatch, one would be so low on the list, but maybe it should be higher. You know? So, number we we'll talk
3: about it. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. But yeah, if it needed to be said, yeah, Vaughn and Monet, they did not stay married on decision day and got divorced.
3: They they, (laughs) they couldn't wait to get away from each other.
2: Right. So, our number six ranked season is season 14. So, hey, just happened.
3: And we were pretty close together on this. You ranked at seven. I ranked at six.
2: Yes. Uh, yes.
3: So we, we're we're almost in lockstep here. Um, I mean, what's uh, you? If you're hearing us when we just finished wrapping up this season, you know a lot of our thoughts on this season, right? Um, I mean, here we get when we start with number six here. Going for the rest of the way, this is really we are in our mess era. Yeah. <laughs> Like
4: exactly.
3: it's, it's a certain point, it was around season nine, where it was like, all right, we're just gonna turn on the mess and we're not gonna look back. Like mm-hmm. we're just we were, we want drama, we want fights, we want all of it, and we got it. So for me, I found that most of these couples had something entertaining to to talk about for them.
2: Yes, yes.
3: But the problem for me. And it might also have to do with the fact that it goes on for so long. Yes. And it got a lot of the drama got repetitive, I think was a big thing for me. We talked about a lot of the same issues week after week after week. And there wasn't a lot new.
2: Exactly. And yeah, like, you know, just very quick recap. They're in Boston. It happened this year, 2022. The experts are Dr. Pepper, Pastor Cal and Dr. Viviana. Uh, but say I agree. It went on too long. Yes, all the couples were very interesting. Um, but for me, two couples are still together. That's it. Two at uh,
3: two out of five. But that's so, good for maths, like these you know, days, averages.
2: Yes, yes. So you know we have What, what is that? Forty percent. So we're getting we're we're getting higher for me. Um, and I mean I know that a season that has zero couples together are are higher than this. But I will say like season 14, if if it had been seven episodes less, I would have thoroughly yeah. enjoyed. It. I've would been very high on it. But the yeah. fact that we had to fill in so much filler because some of the couples, their highest moments happened early in the season or once later in the season. We were just like, all right, come on. Like, had I not been podcasting about it, I might have fast forwarded through a few episodes.
3: Yeah, I just think that uh, you know, we were struggling to find new ways to say the same things. And now we do have some of these other seasons that are the same length, but felt fresher, felt like yeah. there were new things to talk about most weeks. Um uh, but yeah, this this one just kind of really got repetitive, and I think that's why it's uh it's on the lower end for the new quote unquote era of maths.
2: Uh, right. right. For, uh, for us. So number five, we have a season that I ranked number four and Jason, you ranked number seven. So slightly different. Like I, I I feel like it's up there, but we had for number five season nine, you used to be able to find season nine on Netflix, but it was replaced with season 10. Um, And so season nine was, It was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh we it aired in twenty as uh, twenty nineteen. Um, so yeah, like you said, this is once we found out Dr. Jessica was with John, or once she had publicly revealed it. Um, so this was our first, let's see, season nine. It was our first season with with or our last season with her. Um but no, Doctor Pe- Doctor Viviana. Okay, okay. I think this was our last season with Doctor Jessica. So we had Iris and Keith. We had Jamie and Elizabeth, Greg and Diana, and Amber and Matthew.
3: Okay, so it's a good season. I mean, you start off. It's in the dead halfway for me. Uh-huh. I think that my negatives are iris and keith who the only you know the only fact about this couple was that she was a virgin yeah and that was their storyline and that was the only storyline they pretty much had the whole season
2: and that keith was with uh <laughs> ari lennox and well is yeah we, more. we know
3: why you ranked <laughs> this number four mr keith is in your in your top five men <laughs> So we know why it's so high for you. But yeah, they just, they didn't have much to go on except for the virgin thing. And, uh, you know, he, at the end, he quote unquote broke her heart by saying no while she was going to say yes. Um, Which I think surprised at the time. I think people were surprised that he said no because he seemed very patient. Uh But he also said like, yeah, I just don't think she's even ready to be married. I think was his thing at the end of it.
2: Yeah, it really sucked that they focused so much on her virginity. Um, I feel like they had other issues to work through, <laughs> like uh, communication. It just always came back to the fact that she was a virgin. And is she experienced? Has she seen enough? Like, um, I, I just felt like Keith could have been a little bit more honest about how he like, was he even just attracted to her? Um, so that, they were a struggle to watch. It was for me, I was invested to see if they could overcome that. And then once it became clear that they wouldn't, it was just like, OK, the writing's on the wall. Um. Then we had uh, Deanna and Greg, who is one of the most successful couples t- today, which I'm surprised if watching the season because Deanna was very hard on Greg because she was so set in her ways.
3: Yeah, I think her thing was that she hadn't been in a relationship for, I, I want to say 10, 10 years. 10 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So she was very. Uh, hesitant to move forward in the relationship, but by the end of the season, they were in a very good place. Greg was a very patient husband and he was willing to kind of go through the ups and downs, kind of try and break down her walls. I think even though they were a boring ish couple, I still liked to watch them. I still had fun watching them. Mm -hmm. kind of trying to watch him navigate uh, Deanna and trying to find out how to get through to her. There was yeah. This whole thing throughout the season where he was like, oh, she likes me. Oh, she re- she says she really likes me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of this, this interesting progression, a fun progression. They just didn't kind of sit there. They were still entertaining, at least.
2: Yeah, they always worried me that they weren't going to get there by decision day. But I was so glad they decided to just like commit to each other, stay married. And now they are still married. They have a kid. They're one of the stars of Couples Cam, Couples Cam, um, and I'm really happy for them because I do feel like they are a really good match.
3: Yeah, and they um, had this like they had this kind of like Jasmine and Mike chemistry, but they were able to take it the step that Mike and Jasmina couldn't. And yeah, then, like you know, make it a good relationship.
2: Exactly. Then we had Jamie and Elizabeth. They Ooh, boy <laughs> firecrackers.
3: This was the mess of the season. This was the entertainment. Uh, and along with the other couple we'll talk about after them, they, it, this was a very, this was a good season for explosive drama.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. The fights that they would have, I was like, there's no way that they are going to stay together. Like no way. Like he, cause you would think someone like her who is just has such a strong personality would, would need someone a little bit more subdued, somebody who can balance her out no he would shoot it right back at her and it was just like oh this there's no way they're going to and stay together and they was one like, of the most successful couples
3: and for them you would watch the season and be like okay who's going to walk on who this episode because yes. it, it was one of them always walking on the other always having these explosive fights uh, this is the season that was termed, termed the uh, basic Caucasian sex which is what she oh, said yeah. he, he gave her uh, and you know, it, it and we're thinking about it, you know, thinking about season 14, she was definitely a Lindsay type. And she was, he was like, if a Mark type had fought back, like right. if Mark had fought back with Lindsay, this would be him. Yes. But like you said, Jamie gave it as good as he got it. um You know, she at one point almost flipped the table on him yeah. in one of the arguments.
2: They were equal levels of petty.
3: Yes, And it just,
2: it it just, it was, it was so crazy that it worked. <laughs> they, they are happy today together. I mean,
3: thinking about the Mark and Lindsay, where we were like, why did you say yes? This is, there's no way this is going to work. That was what you felt when they said yes to each other on decision day. It was like, there's no way. It's like, by reunion, they're going to be broken up. We get mm-hmm. to the reunion. They're still happy. It's like, oh my gosh, this is still we working. Yeah, there's no way they're going to still be together a year after no they're they're still together and still happy i mean good for them like exactly but you know it, it's crazy that it works
2: yeah and last but not least we have matt and amber
3: boy 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 probably one of the worst high bottom five husbands in this yeah. whole series uh he was a slime ball that's constantly stepped out on her yep had multiple people in her life telling her that she's that they saw him with another woman throughout the whole season,
2: and I think this is really when social media w- was starting to pick up on Married at First Sight because I think it was shown that he was on a dating app, like but but it was like the season was still airing and it just was uh it he was awful. Amber deserves a redo because this guy was never ready for marriage he was never ready to make this work he was just an awful communicator he didn't know what he was doing and it just was it it was wild
3: yeah and like she had people at her she was a teacher and i remember thinking at the time like boy if i if i saw my teacher doing some of the promiscuous things that she was doing on this show (laughs) Yeah, I'd be coming to school acting some like thinking some type of way because she was single and ready to mingle, Mm -hmm. all the good stuff you want to say. Yeah, Uh, but it wasn't good enough for him. And he was, he was checked out, you know, really soon into the marriage. But he still kept saying, like, he was saying some of the right things, like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'll try to do better. But you, it was obvious he didn't want her. Yep. he just at by the end of it, he just acted, He was just like, "Yeah, I just don't want this. Like, I I I wasn't ready for this. I don't want it." He got a dressing down by Pastor Cal.
4: Mm-hmm. I think
3: this is when they started to do those like, uh, you know, one month check-ins with the experts. And I think he got really a, a talking to you by Pastor Cal, like saying, "You suck." Like basically, what, what Pastor right. Cal told him.
2: I think this and, is the first season too. That they all live together in the same apartment complex.
3: Yeah, I believe so. Um. Yeah, like we said, like we said earlier, season nine was the start of the like mess era. Like, you know, thinking about Iris and Keith, like they really did Keith dirty by giving him Iris. Giving,
2: I think it could have worked. I don't think it. I don't think. I don't think that's on the experts. I think that was on Iris and her emotional readiness for marriage. Like, it's one yeah. thing that she was like waiting. But it's another thing that all the other issues that they had that couldn't make their marriage work. It wasn't just like it was oh it was that one thing. They could fix that one thing, everything else could work.
3: Yeah, every other word out of her mouth was virgin and it was some reference to her being a virgin. So she was very like laser focused on it. I feel yes. like she was so laser focused on it that it turned him off a little bit.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Um so yes, that was season 9. So we're going to take a break, and when we come right back, we will be talking about the top four seasons of Married at First Sight.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
5: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker
0: than a guest registry. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: We are back with season, well, our top four ranked season. So, did we agree on this one? Let's see, you ranked at number four and I ranked at number five. So we were very close. So, yes. season, the top four, our number four season is season 13.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> 13 was the, I think, one of the messiest seasons ever in this show. Yes. But I think like, just a little too messy. Like, that's why it's not. That's <laughs> why so I, I, I say that I weight mess a lot, but this was a lot of mess. Every single couple had mess, 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 mess. It was five couples, everyone, by the end of the season, pretty much, except for Rachel and Jose, were broken up. Even Rachel and Jose were pretty much broken up uh, by the end of the season. And, and I think it was just too much mess for me. <laughs> that's why it's not yeah. number one.
2: Yeah, it was like uh, so. Season thirteen, so season thirteen took place in Houston. We just talked about it. Uh, you sh- can go listen to me and Amy's coverage on it. Um, it aired in twenty twenty one, and it had five couples: we have Michaela, Zach, Rachel, Jose, Bow, and Johnny, Mirlan, Gill, yeah. Brett, and Ryan. Hopefully, those names ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, for me, what I'm looking for in a Married at First Sight season. Is something that is as equally entertaining and successful. <laughs> like, I want the entertainment, but I also want to see that it was worth it for some couples. It would be great for most couples. But the fact that, like, you know, we had so much drama in this season and then. We ended up with nobody together. Like, okay, we had some f- nice friendships develop. Like, Mirla, Johnny, and Rachel are in Europe together right now and traveling. Great yeah. for them. Wonderful, right? Gil doesn't have any friends from the show. Uh, you know, you might see um, uh, Michaela and uh, Michaela and Johnny might hang out sometimes. But overall, why did this season happen?
3: Uh, yeah, but I see, but see, throughout the most of the season, you at least got a good story for Mirla and Gil, yeah. where you would think it was almost like a Jamie and Doug from season one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she wasn't that into it at first. She was very standoffish, and by the end of the season, it's like, oh, they're in love. They yeah. are a per- They are a great blossomed. couple. And then, by reunion, it's like, "No, we just tore your heart out and stomped on it, like <laughs> right. she bitterly broke up with him, and she broke his heart, and it's like, oh wow, my but but through most of the season, it was like oh that's that's the story we're following. That's the big story, the big love story that you're looking for, big success
2: yeah, the emotional roller coaster we went on with that couple was wild like it it's it's worth yes, it's worth watching that journey, uh but yeah, this season was so entertainment heavy. Yeah, (laughs) which is I mean which is why it's so high this is why I ranked it so high but like it could be like it could be a top two season if three of the couples stay together but it was just like I don't know can we blame the experts or bring blame the people
3: I I think we blame the experts this is this was the season that was like oh we're gonna bond everybody by their tragedies (laughs)
4: yeah
3: and it was like no that doesn't work like yeah Uh, you've you've put these uncombatable people together just solely based on bad things that have happened to them in their lives which is Mm -hmm. not going to work and and like like i said there's so much entertainment i didn't know where to look any given episode it's like like, it's (laughs) like putting multiple fires out at a time it's like this is too much
2: like do i do i focus on brett and ryan or do like, or do I focus on Michael and Zach? Yeah. So like, okay. So we talk about Michael and Zach, like the fact that Zach was able to deliver entertainment through the Where Are They Now <laughs> by dating Bao through the off season.
3: Oh, <laughs> by yeah. Cheating he on Bao. <laughs> constantly <laughs> brought it, and like I, th- I feel like through most of the season we were Team Zach, but then we find out. This information, like afterwards, they were like, "Oh no, Zach was a scumbag. Yeah. Zach was awful. Like it, it was the most off-season drama I, I had witnessed for this show. Yeah, and it was I couldn't believe it. Like by the end of it, we were like, Team Michaela, right? Those, it was
2: like, who knew?
3: Yeah, <laughs> and, and the Michaela Zach interactions at the retreat are some of the funnest, juiciest." drama you'll ever see with mm-hmm. Michaela going she hulk on all of the furniture <laughs> yeah. after you know after they had this this argument that that was a high point of the season and, and just, you know i i think about because i i watched the scene over again for in preparation for this mm-hmm. and the scene where she's trying to like drag him back into the room and you see bow just kind of like Spying on them <laughs> mm-hmm. so openly is weird, and just a fun cringe for it. So yeah, that, that's it's it's sweet entertainment for me.
2: Oh, absolutely! Like I thought, Michaela and Zach were just dynamic. You never knew which way to turn or where their relationship was gonna go. Then we had Johnny and Bow. Just Johnny was yes, top five worst husbands. This guy was just he was just determined to make Bow cry. Um, and that was just that, which was just like, that wasn't funny, but it was just like, Bow, you deserve so much better. Leave this guy. He's
3: awful. Yeah. The toxicness of Johnny uh, dragged this down from being a, a, you know, a top three season. Yeah. He was just so awful to her. It, it wasn't fun. Like <laughs> to watch yeah. them at a certain point. It was like, and they started off so great in that first, in that wedding, and then right after the wedding, it just went on a steep, steep downhill. So yeah. it, was, it was a mess.
2: Oh, yeah, and then I guess of all the Married at First Sight people, this is the only season that I met someone, so I met Zach. <laughs> and it was just like, I was like, are you Zach from Married at First Sight? And he's like, yeah.
3: <laughs> and you thought you were doing something at the time. I, I, yeah, that I, was
2: pre everything. I
3: explicitly remember the messages and texts that came <laughs> yes. through when you met Zach. It was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you met him!" And you exactly. failed to look at his left hand, which probably at, at that time he still had to have his ring on anyway, because I think they're contractually obligated to mm. wear their rings until the airing is all done. So, yeah, you know, not that bad for you, but it was, you know, this the season was I the least entertaining couple was brett and ryan right and they still had like like some crazy things going on through the season
2: right they but, were able to deliver we had him you know the the passing of her dog and then him still making her go to that that movie date not forcing but not not putting his foot down to say no we could just chill at home right and then the oh him and the dating app that was the that, that was the thing Yes.
3: Uh yeah, so I mean even the most low rated couple was was still entertaining. Uh yeah. so so this this season brought the mess, brought the entertainment, but maybe just a little too much, which is what stops it <laughs> from being a top top 3 season.
2: Right, right, exactly. So number 3, we have the first season that we covered. Amy and I covered over um for Rob has a podcast. Uh we have season Twelve. Ooh. So you ranked this season number five, and I ranked it number two. So what what makes this what what makes this uh, not a, a a top two season for you?
3: Um, I would say, uh, the two couples that I didn't find entertaining helps drag this down. In okay. uh, Claire and Ryan, and Brian and Vincent.
4: Most Mm. of the season, I love them for them.
3: (laughs) I love Ron and Vincent as a couple. Um, Again, couple goals. Yeah, Uh, but they just didn't bring in a lot of entertainment for me. Claire and Ryan. Ryan was so uh, buttoned up, so you know, non, you know, open. Not not open. Yeah, it just made him boring because he he wouldn't talk.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: But then you had the other three couples. Which is what helped, you know, make it number five for me, which they all brought a level of entertainment.
2: Yes. So this season happened in Atlanta. Um, It aired in early 2021, January 2021. Um, We had Haley and Jacob, Paige and Chris, Brianna and Vincent, Clara Ryan, Virginia and Eric. And, you know, this was Dr. Pepper, Pastor Cal and Dr. Viviana. And uh, this was the first one with the first divorced candidate with Eric. So with Eric and Virginia, I mean, Virginia, that that girl, she just didn't want to leave her party girl ways in the past. And then Eric so wanted her to that they constantly clashed. So I I was constantly entertained during their segments.
3: Yeah, I mean, Eric and Virginia and Virginia. I'm trying to think of like what this season was this is a very like opposites attract type of season for the first yeah. sight it's like I remember thinking uh, Virginia uh, and like the matchmaking special it was like Virginia has abandonment issues so we're gonna pair her up with this pilot yeah. who <laughs> will never be around and it's right. like okay that's not a great idea and then she's a partier and he is ultra conservative both in like lifestyle and politically Yeah. Which, which, you know, really caused a clash as well. So it's like, why, like, (laughs) for for most of these couples, like, why did you pair these people
2: up? Like, why is this happening? Why on earth would you pair well, I guess we could save them for less, but I was gonna say Paige. Yeah. With Chris.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, for like, for Eric and Virginia, they had so many conflicts about you know how much she drank, about mm-hmm. how she trained her dog, <laughs> like how she uh, she would pass out at her male friend's house, and he and he someone that said you can't even have male friends, mm-hmm. like so, let alone passing out of their house.
2: Yeah, exactly. I just felt like they constantly found things to argue about, and so it was just constantly just a a tug of war of like who's more so in the power position this week. Um, so they were interesting to watch. And then I also say that um, I, even though you're kind of low on Claire and Ryan and Brianna and Vincent, I really liked watching them. Like for, well, for Ryan, okay, top five husbands. I thought he was so sweet. I thought that like Claire got really lucky with the husband that she got because he was all in. He had such structure in his life, like he was ready. He, to me, came off as the most ready in on this season uh, for marriage. And then, you know, the fact that, you know, they they did decide to stay married, but then ended up getting divorced. Um, I thought it was interesting when he explained like his perspective of, you know, how they just couldn't get on the, the same page and understanding each other's cultures and how how important that is to their marriage. Um, and then with Brianna and Vincent, I just love. I, I mean, even though Vincent has little spats, he was so romantic, and I felt like Brianna was all in, and I just love that it worked.
3: I mean, you're big on success, but this is only twenty percent success here. Uh, you know.
2: <laughs> I know, but I know, but, it, it, but yeah, but recency bias, like we said, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the season.
3: Yeah, the Brianna and Vincent were were fun. When they were one of the more f- fun successful couples they weren't like dreadfully boring but it was just like I think if I would rewatch the season I would fast forward through their seconds
2: see now I'm like at least somebody's working
3: yeah and when I think of Claire and Ryan I think of Ryan all I think of is sure like
2: yeah that's
3: that's the only thing he would say the whole season Sure. Sure. sure and she just she went along to get along but she was not I don't think happy through most of the season. She, she uh-huh. felt she it, it felt like she felt oppressed by him that she could not be her true self
4: mm-hmm. you know, for the
3: cameras and for everything else. So as much as he is probably ready for marriage, he's not ready for marriage with someone like Clara.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um and then we had Jake and Haley.
3: <laughs> yeah, just this oil and water from the very first moment absolutely they were just not vibing at all he at least seemed like he wanted to try and make it work like from the very beginning but she was just turned off from minute one
2: yeah i think if they hadn't picked a woman that was what she was 10 years younger than him because virginia i think was eight years younger than eric if she hadn't been 10 years younger i could have seen them finding a 33 year old woman that would have really appreciated him but they just I, I blame the experts on this one.
3: Yeah, it was, this is was an expert mess up because I think, you know, he was a nice guy. He was a little quirky. Um, but uh, yeah, he's, you know, for maths, he is on the older side. He is 38. Yeah, he's, He was 28. Uh, I think he, like, not looking at anything, he's probably one of the oldest participants they've ever had.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, and, and he was a very, he was very quirky. His big very. 80s person, <laughs> And that just did not vibe with her aesthetic at all. She was a little like stuck up, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it it didn't, they didn't vibe at all.
2: And I mean, he's an older 38. Like, yeah. Steve was also 38. And we're not thinking, oh, Steve, he was up there. (laughs) True. Steve is cool. (laughs) Uh, If you say so. (laughs) So, um, so yeah. So, you know, that, we we had those couples but then we had the couple that shouldn't have been a couple which was Paige and Chris
3: uh yeah we could do a whole podcast on the page and chris i mean chris we did cover a
2: whole season about them yeah
3: <laughs> yeah i mean we could, we could go we could rehash it and do one whole podcast of this relationship right? it was just so dysfunctional from the start yes and it's you know it starts with chris being awful and then we go to the page issues where she's just like not recognizing her worth yes, just still trying to stick in there when it's obvious that she should not it's a bad unhealthy relationship just you know this is what you came to the season for this is what you came mm-hmm. to watch like this is like the get your popcorn of the season
2: <sighs> yeah in a, in
3: a good and bad way
2: exactly you had him with the baby mama situation his ex girlfriend was pregnant She finds that out at the honeymoon (laughs) and then him just toying with her the whole season of, no, I I do want to like try to make this work, but yet never moving into the apartment and yet wanting her to meet the baby mama to after the season, finding out like, you know, that they're not that they're, to finding out that she didn't, she did not uh, end up having a baby. He explained that it was a miscarriage, but then there also have been things said. People speculating that she was never pregnant. So was, that was just a whole thing. And then, um, and then just Paige just still wanting the best. Like she just wanted this so bad that she was able to look past everything that Chris was bringing to the table. And Chris was awful. He is just like, the way he talked to her sometimes was just atrocious. And then he even told Dr pastor cow like y'all couldn't find me somebody y'all couldn't yeah. find me somebody A like there's so many yeah there's so many women no they those women would not want to be with you
3: but yeah page yeah. in the history of mass may have had the worst honeymoon you could ever think of mm-hmm. I think it was the day after the wedding after they had consummated their marriage the night you know after they came from the wedding yeah. he told her that he did not find her attractive you know yep. After he had had sex with her multiple times, and then I think either either that same day or a day later, he tells her in these crazy circumstances, he tells her that you know he has gotten his uh, ex fiance pregnant. He do- he didn't want to tell her at first. He tried to keep it a secret at first. Yeah, yeah. And then he like so drags he, her shut into down. The ba- <laughs> he drags her into the bathroom, makes her take off her microphone, runs the water so they yes. can't hear the conversation. And tells her this this thing and then he proceeds some mope for the whole honeymoon gets into a yeah. fight with Eric, one of the other husbands almost a like, you know fisticuffs fight mm-hmm. and he's just, he was awful he is in the running as worst husband ever a yes. lot of people will, und- will say he is undeniably the worst husband ever.
2: Yeah, yeah it was just, I mean, chaos from start to finish and I mean, the season as a whole is really enjoyable to watch, even though we went so many episodes without Paige and Chris. The other four couples still gave us prime content. Um, And this was the second time that they were in Atlanta because the last time was season three. Um, But it was just it was just it it kept my attention.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I was I was ready every uh episode. I was there watching it Wednesday nights. Like yeah. right, I'm ready for maps Like some seasons you would be like, uh, you know, if you watch. I didn't watch many of the seasons in real time, but there would be some of these seasons in real time. I probably been like, oh, I'll catch it in a couple of days. Yeah. Uh but this was like, no, I gotta watch it now. And it it, it helped that this was the first season that that you and Amy started potting about it. So mm-hmm. I had that to look forward to. So it was just like give me like i, I ate this more.
2: yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah so it was uh, I mean if y'all want to hear us dive deeper into all of that go listen to it. it we have the podcast out there about season 12 so definitely go 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 check it out you can find it uh you can subscribe to our feed it uh bob has a website. com slash love no slash first site feed there we go So, number two, we're down to our top two seasons. Number two is, well, this season, you had it ranked number two. I had it ranked number three, but we were splitting hairs at this point. Yep. Number Season number 10. You could go find that season out on Netflix, actually.
3: Yeah, season 10 was had such an interesting mix right Mm -hmm. so if i think about i I, when i think of season 10 i think of mika and mike i think of brandon and taylor and then i think of like oh wait jessica and austin are part of that season too like yeah i didn't even remember that Mm -hmm. like if if you asked me if jessica and austin are part of that season i said no way i don't remember they're interacting with any of the other couples yeah I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's let's introduce the couples first.
2: Yeah. So we had uh this season occurred in uh Washington, DC. Um, and so it was the season, who were the experts? That was Dr. Viviana's first season. So we had Dr. Viviana, Dr. Pepper, and Pastor Cal. And so we had five couples. We had Katie and Derek, Mindy and Zach, Brandon and Taylor, Mika and Michael and Jessica and Austin. Yeah, the, man, I thoroughly, this was so, this was the only season I didn't watch real time. This was the only season I just, it came on. I just didn't watch it. I was just like, nah, I'm, I, I can't remember why. I. It, when did it come on? It came on in 2020, January, 2020, I guess, you know. We had other stuff going on in in 2020. (laughs) So I did not watch this season. And then I, I think after season 11, I was like, let me go back and watch season 10. I like binged it in a week and was like, oh, my gosh, this was gold. I always recommend season 10 to people.
3: Yeah, I remember when I was coming like, you know, I was coming onto the pods uh with you and Amy to guest star a couple times in season twelve. And I, this was like in the middle of like me watching this the whole series, and I was like, So what what should I look for? Like and you both were like, season ten, you have to watch yeah. season ten. Season ten is the best season of this show. <laughs> and so I watched it and I was like, Oh my gosh, the drama <laughs> yeah. was just so delicious. Yes. And it was this different uh, mix of energies. There's different types of drama. Now, for me, Jessica and Austin, one of those boring couples that never had a problem. They're probably the only reason this is not at number one. But he,
2: but he wouldn't say he loved her yet.
3: <laughs> Whatever.
2: <laughs> that was their that, main issue.
3: That was their issue, and it wasn't even that big of an issue. It was, it was obvious that he was in love with her. <laughs> he, yeah, <laughs> and he was just nervous about saying it or something. But right. they were so they were a fast forward couple. But every other couple brought it big time.
2: Yes. So we had Katie and Derek, which on first sight, they seemed like, oh, they could be a good match.
3: Well, it didn't help that like when we were introduced to her, She was like, well, I'm also like in this thing with my ex. So I might do that instead of this. (laughs) I'm not sure. Like, I might go back with him, but I'm getting married to this other guy that I've never seen before. So I was like, oh,
2: okay, you're you're you're
3: you're interesting.
2: Right. Like, oh, you're if you're still on the fence, you're not ready for marriage, (laughs) ma'am. You're still weighing an ex as if oh that that's on the table.
3: Before yeah. jumping just, into
2: a marriage,
3: a marriage. <laughs> um, but and then she just receded the whole season to put him down to, yes. to crush his dreams. Like, he had this like dreams list that was like it was like a bucket list. Yes. and she was just like, you know, you're dreaming too much, like, you do too much dreaming, you're never gonna do that stuff. That's and it was like, wow, like, it, he she was awful to him. Uh, I can't think of many bad things he did. Mm -hmm. um but yeah she was she was very awful to him
2: she was because it's like what what's wrong with wanting to do things what's wrong with having a bucket list it's not like he's like i'm quitting my job right now to become a zookeeper like he it was these are things in life i want to do and she just harped so much on it it just and you know that so that was that was just kind of weird and uh they but i oddly enough they decided to stay married on decision day but they were broken up after.
3: Yeah, and it was revealed that she may may or may not have cheated on him during the season. Yeah, <laughs> reunion.
2: Ex- exactly. She is re- remarried. I do know that. Yeah. Um. So then we had, uh, let's see, Mindy and Zach.
3: <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Uh, so this is a famous couple. Uh, Zach is one of those. We have three candidates for top five. <laughs> Worst husbands in this season in alone. This
4: season alone. Uh,
3: so Zach, they got together. He was obviously not feeling it. He never moved into the apartment. Nope. And he ended up having what would be termed probably as an emotional affair with one of her friends, which we went was to, big,
2: like it was like one of her bridesmaids, right?
3: Yeah, if not one of her bridesmaids, one of the guests at the wedding. Yeah, uh, she was definitely at the wedding. Uh so we find out that they have been corresponding through text messages. Uh he's you know we never find out what the text messages say because they delete the text messages after they you know are are corresponding for a while so that should tell you everything mm-hmm. you need to know. Um yeah, it's, and Mindy finds out about this like probably I would say halfway through the season and ends up calling it quits. So good for her, good for Mindy. That's a good, you know, good to realize right. when it's time to go. <laughs>
2: exactly and for a while i was afraid she wouldn't because she was being so hopeful but it was just like yeah girl it's totally fine and give it up he's not the one (laughs) at all
3: yeah so that was that was that was something
2: right then we had michael and mika when i tell you i all i i love to play that clip of mika and michael sitting in the bed and she's like what did they offer you for this principal's job? And he's like, "Oh, they they did this number, and this is what it's going to be after taxes and, every, and like four hundred one k, and everything is taken out. It's that number." She's like, "Montre."
3: <laughs> oh, iconic, <laughs> yes. iconic! Montre, one of the producers, who I think, I think is like a like a big producer now. He's yeah, uh, he's past. like the
2: executive producer now.
3: Yeah, so like she's like. Montre, I need to, I need to, I need to leave the situation because I'm about to like, I'm about to mess this fool up because he constantly lied about how much he was making, about his job, about like how many jobs he had. I think another like, like iconic moment for them was he told her that he was a yoga instructor at this gym.
4: Yeah.
3: (laughs) And they went together to this gym to take one of his classes. She was going to meet him there, take one of his classes. And then she finds out from the people that work there, he doesn't have a class here. I think that's one of the janitors. <laughs> like, yes. So it's like, he was constantly lying to her at every turn. Every and turn. And it never let up. It never stopped.
2: I felt so bad for her. It, it like their relationship never stood a chance because she couldn't get to know the real him. Cause he was constantly lying and I she feel- wanted it so bad. She seemed like such a sweet girl. <laughs>
3: And that bed scene you're talking about, where he's like giving her the numbers, he's he's like yes. he has a phone, he has two papers, he's like, well, see, this is what it be after taxes. She's like, how would they you know? Don't what know that after taxes. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, I don't know. Well, this is what they told me that, that I got. This is what's going to be after te- after taxes this is going to be with my insurance taken out. She's like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Like she goes, like you haven't even enrolled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I have a degree in math, and I these these this math ate mathing like that's what, that was basically the the context of that but like conversation like you're yes. lying
2: yes oh i just i they were so dynamic um but then we also had uh taylor and brandon Ooh. brandon did not like being filmed he literally wanted to just leave the cameras and they're like no we're coming with you and they have a standoff in the elevator because he they they were like no we're following you because we're shooting you right now then he ends up getting into an altercation with them at the, like the little retreat. It was him versus production.
3: Yeah, twice he tried to fight production, and it it, it seemed like somebody tricked him into this, like, because <laughs> right. he didn't like he wasn't vibing with Taylor, his wife. He wasn't. He wasn't in it. Like Brandon and Mike uh, were like thickest thieves in the season. They were just like they were buddies. They were like trying to. I don't know. They were just like, can you believe we're getting over on these people? Like, we're awful. They're like awful twins. They hung together all the time. They were just Mm -hmm. awful. Taylor herself was no, like, uh, was no saint. Yeah. She was obviously there to become an influencer or, like, do something because she wasn't really there for marriage, I don't think.
2: Yeah, he didn't really like her social media presence, um, which is funny because, like, I see Iris way more on social media than i do taylor (laughs) but um but yeah i i mean and maybe she just doesn't come up on my i don't follow her so maybe that's why i don't see it but yeah it just seemed like she, she i mean she she was doing things like really heavy into social media that he didn't like like he's like i don't want somebody who's obsessed with social media i'm like well how did that never come up when you're discussing your potential partner
3: well, we could ask something about Steve, your top five husband.
2: <laughs> well, no, she's putting out private business on social media. He doesn't care if she's on it. Just don't <laughs> share marriage secrets. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but but these he, two were these they were weird. I mean, we we had the situation where it was like it was after they decided not to stay married. She they were like hooking up.
3: Yeah, and then they she had uh, I forget who. He filed a restraining order against her, or she, uh, maybe they were filed restraining orders against each other. I think I,
2: it might have been against each other.
3: He, yeah. So it was a mess. He couldn't be at the reunion because they had these restraining orders. And there was an incident where he said she pushed him. And that's why he filed a restraining order. It was, they had an altercation after just filming. It's toxic. It. Yeah. So it, it was bad. But it was, you know, this season is just entertaining at every From Start every to morning.
2: finish. Yeah. Even and with the Jessica and Austin, it's like even with Jessica and Austin, you get a little breather, yeah, because they're the only couple that's still together. Um, but with everybody else, it was just like, oh, what is going to happen this week?
3: Yeah. So th- this is, you know, I think deserving of the number two spot.
2: Yes. So our top, our 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 most favorite married at First Sight* season, we both agreed, is season eleven. Season yes. 11 took place in New Orleans. It aired July, 2020. <clears throat> and we had five couples, Amelia Bennett, Olivia Brett, Olivia, who you saw on the Where Are They Now special <laughs> for season 14. We had Karen and Miles, Amani and Woody and Christina and Henry.
3: Yeah, this season, boy, this season was fantastic. You know, we really talk about was. we talk about mix. This was a fantastic mix of characters. So balanced. Uh, a fantastic mix of success and mess. Um, this was the COVID season where COVID came into play and doubled the length of the of the experiment time. Yeah. So we saw we saw the logistics of that. Uh so just a lot happened here. Um and it, it was a fantastic season.
2: Just yeah, all around. Like I loved. I loved four of the five couples. Well, no, three of the five couples. <laughs> I love and I at least liked one person in each of the other two couples. So, yeah. you know, we had Amelia and Bennett. Um, they were perfectly made for each other. They when they they knew each other when they walked down the aisle. Um, so I guess we didn't mention that with Johnny and Belle. They also knew each other, but with John with Amelia and Bennett, they never tried to make anything happen. They had, like met at a party or something. And then now they are um now they are meeting and getting married, right? And they just their styles they, they their styles match.
3: Yeah, they were so quirky. We'd never seen characters like them on Married at First Sight. I don't know if I've ever seen characters like them on any show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were they were so quirky, but they were so compatible. Their chemistry was fantastic. And it was fun watching them. They could have been a boring couple, but their personalities made them like rootable and lovable and and just great all around people.
2: You like just wanted them to work so bad because they seemed made for each other. Like, how did they find these two? I don't know. But the the match was there and they decided to stay married, but they are currently going through a divorce.
3: Yeah. Um, You know, uh, so. (laughs) Should we go with the mess or should we go with the successes first uh, oh. for these other four couples? I think we could kind of two and two. Let's, yeah, let's get let's get the success out of the way. Okay. Karen and Miles, Uh, you know, not even like this is black love, black excellence, but not even the, the, the most black love of this season, but they were still great. Uh, Karen, yes. what well, the big things here was Karen uh, before they got married, uh, through some kind of mishap in production found out who she was going to be marrying and looked him up on social media and did not <laughs> like what she saw um, but then when they got together she you just tell said like
2: he was, wasn't her usual type
3: yeah she kind of without saying it she said he was pretty soft uh, <laughs> which I think was a <laughs> vibe uh, but you know they had a love story throughout the whole season it helped that they, it was expanded they got to know each other more by the end of the season they were you know Compatible, I had chemistry, and you could tell they really love each other,
2: yeah, I really liked the 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 shift we saw in her because he was always into it, yeah. um, and I felt like he was giving it her his all, and she's the one that had to come around and I wonder if she would have felt that way if had she not seen him beforehand and got those uh, preconceived notions about him yeah, uh, without he, knowing him.
3: He was definitely frustrated uh. Like probably three quarters of the of the of the way through the process, Mm -hmm. that she was not giving him any affection.
4: Yeah,
3: Uh, you know it's it's seemingly, you know, Mike and Yasmina levels of no affection. Uh, (laughs) Right. You know uh, he was frustrated with that, but I think he's famous for like saying that he was going to say no on decision day, but then he saw her, Mm -hmm. and they had that conversation on the couch on decision day, and he decided to say yes at the last minute
2: yeah and they're still together. they sure. look happier than ever. She's supportive on his like openness about mental health, which is like which is which see which is like a full one eighty from her initial like okay, I don't know about him because of like stuff he puts on social media yeah um, he's
3: a he's a real school principal as opposed to the guy in season ten <laughs> that was a fake school principal right
2: so <laughs> a step up there
3: yeah
2: um and then we had- uh, woody and amani and woody. And Miles are actually best friends, and they just applied together. And both yeah, that was matched. a very
3: interesting wrinkle of the season, and you could see that that was a great help to both of them. Yeah, uh, throughout the season, they knew each other. They had this like this like seemingly type a brother type in the mm-hmm. experiment with them. Uh, so so though you know the season was already great, but they had this other relationship between like Miles and Woody was good to see also.
2: Yeah, exactly. And Miles and Imani, I mean, Woody and Imani, oh my gosh, they were just the epitome of black love. It was just beautiful to watch. They just, they got along, they got along so well from day one, and it was just like, it, the fights they would have would be like, what was it? Like,
4: she could like, couldn't would you, cut you like hair. me if I
2: cut my hair? Yeah, like stupid yeah. made up hypotheticals. Like, would you love me with, if I had a uh, if I had, like, a, a, um, I don't know, <laughs> a tail, <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> so it's
3: just. And it was like, we talk about boring couples that have no fights. Yeah. This was a boring couple that had no fights, but they did it in an entertaining way.
2: Right. They were entertaining uh, themselves.
3: Yeah. Like the way that they got along together, the way their chemistry was, they were doing stuff from the shower on the honeymoons. So they were, they were. They were all chemistry like, out the gate. Like, yes. Moment one. They were they were feeling it.
2: Yes, exactly.
3: And they just had a baby.
2: They did. The baby was born. The baby is adorable and they're so happy to be these new parents. Um, and then
3: <laughs> Time for the mess. Let's right. Go.
2: So we had OK, so we had Christina and Henry. Christina just never should have applied for this show. She was another habitual
3: liar. Mm-hmm.
2: It Christina, just seems we just have these. They just they come and go
3: throughout these seasons. Yeah, Christina. You know you could tell. I mean, you could like. No, Henry is not blameless. Henry also should not have signed up for this show. True. Henry yes. is an ultra introvert. Okay. Mm-hmm. The most one of the most awkward people you've ever seen. I don't know who he. they could have... I think if they would have matched him with Olivia, that could have worked. But yeah. they, he was very inside his shell. But Christina, she was trying to force it to begin with. And then she tried to blackmail this man Yes, into cooperating, I guess you would say. She said that she received a text that said that Henry was gay. Again, we have more of these issues mm-hmm. of accusing men of being, you know, gay as if it's, you know, an insult but right. either way she tried to hold this over his head and to Henry's credit, he, call, he calls out for what it is immediately, he's like first of all, that's not true mm-hmm. second of all this is ridiculous, I think he called her like, I think she's one of the most disorganized blackmailers you've ever met yeah. <laughs> and, and it was, it was a weird toxic situation that was just, it was intriguing though
2: It really was because it was like, what's her angle? Like, where what is she? Where does she go with this? What what is the goal? Because I just never got it. And I wanted to see why they were matched. I never saw that. So it was just like chaos and just this fake attempt at trying (laughs) to make it work. Uh, But needless to say, they decided not to get married or decided not to stay married and they got a divorce. Uh, but the most chaotic of the couples was Olivia and Brett.
3: Ah, we'll see. I don't know if I would call them the most chaotic. I would have called Christina and Henry the most chaotic. Really? Yeah, I think with Brett and Olivia, they were a train wreck. They're one of the most boring train wrecks you've ever seen. <laughs> At least with Christina and Henry, you've had Henry's awkwardness and Christina's like constant lies and constant like trying to act like this was working when we all knew it wasn't.
2: Right. Yeah. True. Brett and
3: Olivia were just were kind of boring. Yeah,
2: honest. they, it was, I just felt like Brett was, I didn't get him. I didn't understand him. And Olivia, like, I, like you heard me in the Where Are They Now? I like Olivia. I think she's so easygoing, and I feel like she could have made it work with anyone. So to find her, to, to find her someone that she couldn't make it work with, so was a lot about him and he he ended up moving out when she took a trip to visit her family because he was just done. Took seasonings and everything.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, you, we, I talked about on Where They Now, especially for season 14, Livy was like, okay, do something. You just kind of sit right. there. That's how I felt about her throughout the season. You just kind of like, she was mm, there. I get Brett it. Brett was pompous, arrogant, uh, acting like he was above everybody. Uh, he was a jerk, like just flat out, uh, you know, not as bad as like a, a top five worst husband, but he was pretty up there. He was pretty big. He, he was, was a top yeah. 10.
2: Yeah, top 10 for sure. Top 10 for sure. Um, but yeah, all these couples, they were they were interesting. And the fact that, you know, it is that season, they got stretched out longer. I think that helped a lot of couples. I, I don't think that Miles and um, Karen would have made it if they hadn't had that extra time. Yeah. I think they sure. were given enough of a foundation to be able to say yes on decision day. Um but yeah, I just love this season. It's so well rounded. It has the love. It has what the uh, two couples that are just so solid. Um it did have three up until recently that were super solid. Um and it's just an like all around great season.
3: Yeah, just you know, it was and this was the last rewatch season that I watched. Uh And I found it to be, like, really underrated. I was just like, I really enjoyed that season. It had fun. It had, like, you know, it's not like a season 12 or a 13 or even a 14 where there's so much mess that
4: Mm -hmm. sometimes it
3: feels overwhelming. Yeah. This was the perfect amount of each ingredient you need for these seasons. There's a perfect amount of mess, perfect amount of love, perfect amount of, you know, quirkiness with Amelia and Bennett. Yeah. So just top top season
2: exactly we did it we ranked all 14 seasons yes
3: listen again it needs to be said these are our individual opinions if you don't agree then you don't agree uh you you, we we love having discourse over like twitter but come correct y'all like you can disagree but disagree respectfully
2: Yeah, if y'all, if, and if you disagree, tell us why. Tell us why you thought season four was the best season of all time when we thought mm-hmm. it was the worst. Oh, I do um, love
4: season
2: two. Right, uh, like we said, we will be back for July for the premiere is July six, so we will be back to discuss season fifteen. Um, thank y'all so much all season for ra- rating and reviewing us. That's why this 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 podcast is coming to you now. Um, Jason, what have you been up to?
3: Uh you can find me on Twitter as always at J A Y R one Zero Eight Five. Uh looks like uh so far I have nothing on my books as far as podcasts go. So uh you may not be hearing from me until this next season premieres. I don't know.
2: Oh, okay. Um yeah, so let's see. I was recently on the crime scene wrap-up. Um, where we talked about an episode of Devoured. We talked about the Bluebell Listeria crisis. Um, Had a great time joining Mari Forth and Sarah Carradine, who y'all have heard on this podcast. Uh, And then Big Brother 24 is premiering the same day, July (laughs) 6th. So if you love it. (laughs)
3: <laughs> they can't get their stuff straight it's just like no. <laughs> you, we're in this dead zone right now in yes. June it's like you couldn't like start a little earlier for a site or a big brother like you gotta right. have all piled up at the same time uh but for the crime scene podcast you did was fantastic I listened to it the other thank day you. Uh, a lot of fun so y'all go check that out please
2: nice thank you I pre- that means a lot <laughs> Um so yeah so we are giving you this bonus content to hold you over until we are back for season 15. Um so yeah, Jason. I will see you on July 6.
3: Yes, I will not talk to you again until July 6.
2: Yes. <laughs> Enjoy
3: your break from me.
2: You're right. Bye
1: guys.
5: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?